cardiac with heart failure, hypertension, just hypertension alone, which is high blood pressure. Although I feel like everyone knows hypertension these days. I had four pages with like mini font spreadsheets of these classes, oh different God. drugs and different side effects. And it's I so still, crazy. I still sometimes when I think of these cardiac drugs, I go back to that spreadsheet. And you just picture it? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I studied that thing. I got an A on the cardiac test. You know, I, I so crazy. wanted to learn. I mean, the cool thing about nursing in this day and age compared to 20 years ago when it was bed making and TLC. Well, even so, it was still science and evidence based. It's so sciencey these days. You know, and nurses do so much more than what a lot of people think yeah. they do. I want to take a quick second and talk about how you can support our show. I believe this is the most honest way that I can connect with you, the listener, and put it in front of everyone. You can support our show for as little as 99 cents a month. We release four podcasts a month, all at an average length of about an hour. That means you are supporting us at just 25 cents an hour. That's a, that's cheaper than the dollar menu. I think it's safe to say that we provide more value than that. And if you learn anything from our content, please consider becoming a supporter today with the link in the description of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net. And with that, thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. And today's guest is registered nurse in the emergency room and ever world traveler, Mary Beth Piltaver. Mary Beth is another one of my close friends, and this episode itself is a long time coming. In this particular episode, Mary shares her story of how she became a nurse and why, and then she also gives us a little look into just what it, what it means to be a nurse, and then, like, pulling back the curtain, so to speak, into the nursing realm or the healthcare system in general, which I really enjoyed. And honestly, this conversation is a preface, just kind of understanding who Mary is, which is always really fun to be able to share my friends with the world and you, the listener. And we'll definitely have more and more podcasts with her kind of pulling back the curtain into the healthcare world, because this is a really broad and important topic. And she mentions a few of the things that she wants to talk about in the future. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Mary Beth, and I hope you enjoy. Eek. <laughs> well, that was a good intro for Mary. <laughs> I know. If anything fits me. I know. <laughs> Not really. I wouldn't consider you to be like a mouse type personality. Not a mouse, but I say <laughs> eek a lot. <laughs> that is true. Well, this is, I think, overdue, to use a word. Well overdue. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should have been on here probably like within the first, first week or so. First ten. <laughs> yeah. First ten of them at least. Well, that was before I even thought about even turning this into somewhat of an interview thing. So yeah. Before it was just conversations with people, like our group of friends, you Mike, know. Mike, Joe. Mike, Joe, Jordan, that over kind of thing. Over and over. Yeah. <laughs> over again. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so give us a little bit about what you do and like what you went to school for, you know, standard bio stuff. All right, cool. Um, my name's Mary. I don't know if we started with that. I said it, I think. Oh, well, I don't know. It'll be all over the titles anyways. Okay, my name's Mary, <laughs> in case anyone missed the first seven times we said it. Yes. Mary Beth. Um, me and Eric are very good friends. <laughs> Um, Mike's been on here. That's my fiance. Uh, I don't know if he told you that officially. He, he sent me the ring. He didn't tell me officially. Yeah. He said, shh. 
Yeah, we're going to be surprised. But <laughs> I know. I feel like you had a... Kathy's the most excited out of everyone, I think. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's <laughs> um, very exciting in general. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Anyways, we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll come up eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'm, in, I'm a registered nurse. Um, been friends with Eric since we were, like, freshmen in high school. Yeah. In lifting gym class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very different person. When we were scrawny nerds. Yeah. Anyways. Still that. <laughs> um, I'm an emergency room nurse. I consider myself a cancer nurse at heart. Ooh. So you want to do the um, oncology stuff? Yeah. Not anymore. It was too sad. That's fair. Yeah. I just finished listening to the audiobook of Emperor of All Maladies. Oh, shh. I won't swear. That's a good one. You can isn't swear. It? It, yeah, I mean. Oh I, shit! That's a good book. I really liked it. Uh, I listened to a podcast with Siddhartha Mukherjee, mm-hmm. who's the author of that book, and mm-hmm. he's one of the best. You know, you find these writers who are like some of the best. They're able to take the science and storytelling and like blend the two, mm-hmm. and it's like you're not even you know learning. Yeah, <laughs> but you are. Yeah, you're learning like too much in that book. Oh, for sure. And that I, is. The it really got me like a perspective of like medicine, but then science as a whole. It feels like we're all stumbling around in a dark room, and we all have a pen light, and mm-hmm. you find something that's shiny in the dark, and you're like, "That's our fix. That's mm-hmm. what we need to go with." And that's been like cancer science sure or has. medicine in general. <laughs> in, in general, yeah. <laughs> it's it just puts everything in perspective. I'm like, oh my god, this is so crazy. Like to to see like cancer stuff as like. From the beginning, you know, like mm-hmm. ancient Greeks or whatever, yeah. to what we have now, it looks like, wow, they were so archaic, and I'm just like, wow, we're going to do the same thing to ourselves, you In know. In like 20 years, right. even. yeah. Because <laughs> like the cancer, the whole science of cancer is kind of just growing exponentially right. more and more. You know, every year you turn around and say, well, we were doing that last year. Right, yeah. Like, even there's like a lung cancer immunotherapy that they opened up for cervical cancer oh really that is like curing people because of the mutation but like five years ago it wasn't approved for this yeah it was crazy you know it's like we could have right yeah it's so it's so hard to to try and do the science because it's like well what if it doesn't really help because it's poison (laughs) exactly i intravenous poison you know and then if it's the wrong mix for you boom it just Passes your death, you know? It's right. crazy. But that's a good book. I'm yeah. glad you read it. I really enjoyed it. I liked it so much, I bought it brand new. So Did you really? Yeah. And I rarely buy stuff brand new, you know? I yeah. like to do the whole Amazon used thing. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, for me, it's been like, one of my favorite podcasts is with a, an MD, Peter Tia. I mention him all the time on this podcast. And basically, he gets all of his own MD friends, and they just go nerd science with whatever respective specialties that they talk about. Oh, that sounds like fun. I, I can send you the link to it. It's like yeah, for sure. one of my favorites, and you can like look at his show notes, and it's like being in, in like a, a med school like discussion board. Basically. Yeah. Like they're, they're so well done. Like mostly like podcast show notes are kind of like luster most yeah. of the time. But this is like got pictures and graphs and shows you like molecules and how they interact with each other. Yeah. And all that stuff. So like really you can absorb so much more information and you're like, you know, being a fly on the wall for these guys are the best in the world. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so for real. I feel like I've learned so much and I have no right to be learning this. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the spark notes of their Yeah. Yeah. Of their research That's or what cool. they that they found out. Like That's cool. I, I wound up messaging Mike since Mike is also a nurse. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, have you heard about this drug? Like I was texting him about rapamycin the mm-hmm. other day. 
<laughs> and then Metformin and all those different... Yeah, Metformin, because we were going to buy you some in the Philippines. <laughs> I know, he texted We were me. like, should we get Wenzel this? And we were like, oh. I wouldn't I was like, I was like, I think you would like it, but would you trust it from I would not trust it Did if I say it was Philippines old... or Thailand? I think you said Philippines. Either way. Just, they're they're yeah. close enough. Close not enough. really, but... <laughs> they're both an 18-hour plane ride, so... Yeah. <laughs> might as well. So, that, I guess that's a... Well, let's, before we get tangent into the trampling stuff... Let's talk, where where did you get to the nursing bug? Cuz okay. like I've always just I've known you long enough to be like Mary, she's a nurse. Duh. Like it's just been yeah. like that's just kind of like it makes yeah. sense that you're a nurse to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been in the nursing profession since even when we were in high school. Oh, did you do that? I got my the CNA thing? um when we were still in high school. So in 2011. Um, so for those of you who don't know there was a few, like, I guess it's kind of like a work-study program. I didn't even do that. Though. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was an accident. Oh. So we even did. cooler. So we did. So <laughs> what Wenzel was saying is we have... Am I allowed to call you that? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I guess it's all over. Right? Yeah, it's, it's really... Um, <laughs> you're it's just used like, to calling me Wenzel. So for, all the, for those of you that don't know, everybody calls me Wenzel because we have two Erics in our friend group, and so most people just call me by my last name. Yeah, we call the Erics by their last name. And it's funny because his brother is part of our friend group. But he's Nick. He's Nick. And <laughs> we just... Shout his last name around, and he goes unfazed. Yeah, he I know. even calls Eric sometimes. Hey, Wenzel, funny. <laughs> My dad does it to me. I know it's hilarious. So, anyways, that's yeah. why I'm calling Eric yeah, Wenzel because it's going to happen. Because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so in, in our, at our high school, we were at a pretty good high school. Yeah. In the area, like people try to move here to have their kids in the school district. And I'm sure it is in many suburban school districts yeah. in New York, California, just big places. So the high school pairs up with the college, and you go to high school half the day, and then you choose, like, a, I'm air quoting, profession. Yeah, yeah it's like a bridging of the gap, I guess you call yeah. it. Yeah, like they had somewhere you can go and work on building construction. Yeah, they had a construction one, and I think they only had the nursing one yeah, at the, the time. Yeah, the nursing one. I'm sure now they have way more. Probably. They have is, to have an engineering one now, I'm assuming. And this stuff. is now, I mean, even when my brother was there, and my brother and I are four, five years apart. And he had more? Crazy changes they had, even wow. with the school lunches. The school lunches were like double the price, and they got rid of all the good ones. Taco salad never happened. I was gonna say all the unhealthy stuff is gone. Yeah, now, right? like, like the cheesy potato. <laughs> yeah, nope. it was like salads and, and the pizza day. Yeah, yeah like man, the, they, they got rid of the XL cookies. Of course, even when Tony was there. I mean, that's all grease. I know. But still, <laughs> could you imagine? Could I know. you imagine high school without the XL cookie? <laughs> and you the know? bag is grease all at I the know, bottom. I know it's only a dollar, and you get. I used to get the. Uh, what was it? The cinnamon, brown sugar cinnamon oh, yeah, pretzels. The the blue cart lady would. Yeah, exactly. Would melt them for you. Yeah. And she basically high school was just eating as unhealthy as possible for lunch. And then going to weightlifting class together. <laughs> Where we mostly did nothing. We did nothing. We just laughed at each other. <laughs> Anyways, I was a nerd in high school, so. We won't dwell on that. Anyways, so back to nursing. Yeah, right. This is going to happen a lot. So, I never, ever, 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 if you would have told high school Mary, you're going to be a nurse. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, huh. Yeah, right. No. Absolutely not. I looked down on nurses, Ooh, actually, because I was like, I'm going to go to med school. I'm going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, why would I want to be a nurse? Yeah. You know, and in my head. That's like, you're like, that's a cop-out, right? Yeah. In my head, I had been... You know, just sort of, 
you know, everyone was like, oh, you're going to be a nurse. I mean, not a nurse. You're going to be a doctor. Yeah. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to go to medical school. I was in all the AP classes. And, like, my friends mm. um, who were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to nursing school. And I'm doing the CNA because I want to be able to get into nursing school quicker. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. And in my head, I'm, like, rolling my eyes. Like, you're just going to be a nurse. <laughs> anyway, you're, like, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, what are you? <laughs> but this is, like, 16-year-old me. Just, right. You know, you meet... Half the kids in high school are all pre-med. I'm pre-med. Or engineering. Or engineering. Yeah. <laughs> pre-med or engineering. So Especially like, in our grade, it felt like everybody was Oh my was god, doing everyone. That. But we had such a, just like a talented grade between the athletics of yeah. our grade. Even and my the, brother's grade was the same Yeah, way, like, and the brains like. of just like our weird little cohort. I mean, <laughs> you're above us. I mean, they had some smart kids, but I think they were average. Like our grade and the grade below us were just crazy. It seemed like because it. Because everyone was scoring 30-something on their ACT. <laughs> the AP classes were packed, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone... I didn't take any AP classes. I so. took all AP classes. <laughs> and in hindsight, if I could tell myself something, I would say, don't waste your time on APs. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Yes. So when my brother was going through high school, I was like, don't do it. Don't fall for it. And he's it like... seems like too much pressure. I know. And he's like, but I need to. I'm like, you don't need to. I'm like, trust <laughs> me, when you're my age. So now he's the age I was when I was telling him not to do this. Yeah. Right? So did you not listen? And he kind of did a half and half. Okay. And I'm, he did the I'm, ones he wanted to? I haven't sat down and talked with him because he's like too cool. You know, he's like yeah. 22 now. He's cool. You know, he's too cool for me. Um, but I'm sure he would say, oh, I wish I never took them. I'm yeah. sure he gives, because he's a wrestling coach. Um, okay. At, do you say high school on here? Yeah, you can. Do we want people to track us down? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he's a wrestling coach where we went to high school now. Okay. So he, like, takes these little ones under his wing yeah. as, like, the cool sort of older dude. Yeah, he's right. not quite the that's teacher kinda, yet. That's kind of interesting. He's, like, right at the age where he's, like, Probably still looks young enough to be, like, at the school. Oh, God, no, he looks huge. Does he? He looks older than me. Okay. I don't know what that... that I have is. a baby face, so I can't... I so, do I. so do I. So do I. People at work will be like, are you sure you're old enough to be my nurse? And I'm like, of course. Why would... I? You really think that I'm dressing up to, like, <laughs> like to like deal with your bullshit? <laughs> you know? You think I'm dressing up like, to be, like, I hear what I, white I want ass? To be. No. <laughs> no, I would not do this for fun. <laughs> You know, I mean, kind of you have to. Like right. You, to be a nurse in that capacity, you need... Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. So I, I wasn't going to be a nurse. I was going to go to med school, and I was looking at pre-med, and, like, to go to med school, you have to have patient care hours. And then I was looking at Marquette's physician assistant program for a while, which, in hindsight, I wouldn't have been happy being a physician assistant. But that's a whole other story, because I'm in school to be a nurse practitioner. Um, which a lot of people equate them to the same thing, but really? they're not. Mm -hmm. um, and you need patient care hours. So I was mm. like, I'll do this CNA thing and see if I want to get into the medical field. Now, in hindsight, I'm sure my nursing instructor for CNA, when I told her I want to go to med school, was like laughing at me, <laughs> you know, because if I was teaching CNA, which I want to do at Harper eventually, mm -hmm. I would be like, come on, you little 17-year-old, you're telling me this, but it's fine. She was nice to me. <laughs> she course. ended up writing me a letter of rec for cool. things um, years down the road. Uh, so I just wanted the patient care hours. So I went, mm -hmm. to, I went to high school first through eighth periods, and then I squeezed this in in the evenings because I had decided to take CNA when it was 
too late to do the work study thing. Oh. So. So you somehow fudged it to make it work. And it was awful. <laughs> really? It was awful. <laughs> yeah. So I would go to school and then go to college at night. I was yeah. like, a, like it, I wasn't like a dual enrollment thing. Like right. I was a Harbor student. Oh, wow. It was awful. So I was going to be really weird at like. Monday through Thursday. 17, yeah, from like 6 to 10 at night. Whoa. Because it was, and then on the weekends were my clinicals. So it was awful. It was awful. Wow. Um, so you've been doing this like whole thing for basically since we graduated high school, yeah, if not before? Yeah, like, yeah, like nine. Well, even when we were fully in high school, you know, like yeah. the sports, sports are like a Oh yeah, you were in job. sports too, because you had. You did sports in high school? Only football. Oh, yeah, so freshman, same thing. Freshman year. Football is, yeah. Well, still, you know, you have to do the summer camp. Yeah. You ruin your summer, and then you wake up early, and then you have to stay late. And then, and then by the time you're home, you have to eat dinner, and then you have all this homework to do to yeah. show up at school again. And you have AP on top of all that. Yeah. So I did cross country. I did basketball, but then I didn't do it um, junior year, senior year. Cause the coach Sounds like a good like, idea. Yeah, the coach was like, yeah, because we had the talented year. Right. So if I was oh, yeah, you guys had a really good older, team. I would have been able to be on the team. But right. we literally we had such a good athletic year that he was like, no. And I was like, okay. Like, fine. Yeah, and then I didn't know what to do with myself, so that's when I became a lifeguard. And instead mm. of going to basketball games and practice, I was the park district working every day. So I would... Leave Man, school. you started this whole work forever thing. <laughs> well, you're 16. You can be a lifeguard. And I, yeah, and actually, that's like the only job you could get. Actually, you can work as a 14, 15-year-old with parental, they need Sign to check off. it off. Um, and I was a basketball ref freshman and sophomore year because huh. I played basketball. So you can ref like the little preschool, kindergarten, yeah, first right. graders because all you got to do is like teach them like, no, yeah. that's bad. Don't you know, it's them not or real refing. It's right. like kind of guiding them down the court. And make sure they're not like yeah. attacking each paid, other. <laughs> I got paid like $10 an hour for this well, when I'm 14. So I'm like over here yeah. throwing the it's money. good lunch around. money. I know. <laughs> All the XL cookies I got with that. Anyway, oh, so that so would good. be on like Sunday mornings. You know, you'd yeah. tell your boss and you'd go ref like four games. They're like 45 minutes each. Yeah. Three hours. That's 30 bucks. You're 14. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, you don't have a car yet. What are you going to do with it? Right. Have mom drop you <laughs> off at Streets of Woodfield. Go see a movie and get Chipotle, right? Right. Um, so anyways, I did this awful thing, and then I became a CNA, and I passed the test, and I was like, well, F this. You know, I was like, I have it. I applied to a couple jobs, mm -hmm. bombed the interviews because they like they just read me. They were like, yeah, you you, you're just like not here. In you hindsight, in thank God I didn't get the jobs that I interviewed for because it was at horrible nursing home company, which I won't say. Don't name it. Yeah. Just in case. No, no reason to. No reason to name it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you've had a loved one there, you know it's awful. <laughs> I'll just put it that way, and it's very popular in our area. Mm -hmm. Um, just but nursing homes in general suck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. Anyways, so I went away to get accounting degree. What? At Wisconsin. Of, of all the things, I would Did you know this? I did not know that. Okay, so I went to UW-Madison. Wow. Badgers. Yeah. Huge party school. Gained all this weight because of all the partying. <laughs> Naturally, as one in all one. these business classes, got at into freshman the freshman 15? <laughs> yup. Except it was sophomore because I had done my right. freshman year at Harper. You a transfer? To try and figure out what I was going to do because I was... Mm -hmm. The first year was really bad. 
of college. Because even though I didn't go away, I was at home. It was just weird on so Not many the weird different levels. Mental space, basically. Yeah, you know, like you're 18 and you're like, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that that first year I, I took off was like such a blessing. Yeah. To, just for me to work and yeah. then see what the real world was like. And then you're like, oh, maybe I should do something. Yeah, else. basically. Because yeah. I got to see what the dead end was like. Yeah. And what's funny <laughs> is freshman year, freshman year, I'm air quoting again yeah. for everyone listening. Pretty much our friends. Mike's going to probably listen to this and make fun I hope of so. Me. <laughs> um, it was Ben. I would hang out with Ben, right? At Harper. Oh, and yeah. Then Joe was there. Asking girls, oh, I don't know if, I don't think, I don't think we'll get in trouble. Joe was there, so we would run into Joe, because I was friends with Ben. Yeah, right. You know? And Joe was there, like, recruiting people for the Marines. Oh, yeah, he did do that for a little and while. And he would be, like, <laughs> hey, he was super can, I have, can I have your number to, like, girls? Because he had to, like, submit a list of people, and then he'd be like, thanks for the number, I'm sending it into the Marines. <laughs> so, I forgot about back that. in time, I was like... You know how you, like, shoot the shit at those tables in, yeah. um... By the library? Yeah, by the library, which is now totally different. Oh, yeah, it looks amazing. And then in that XY, Avante, yes. that front, now there's, like, a subway there, I think, Yeah. Starbucks, or... I haven't yeah. been there, but that used to just be, like, a dinky little Sodexo food stop where you would wow. hang out. I only knew it when it turned into the, the cool glass building. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, it was the glass. Oh, they just, it wasn't but a subway yet? In that, there was no subway. Gotcha. It was just this, it was like a cash register and like some crappy Snacky Sodexo stuff. snacks yeah. that were like overpriced. All that stuff is terrible. Um, yeah, Harper's <laughs> like, if I went there, I think I would get lost nowadays. Um, anyways, so I went there, I went to accounting school, uh, and in the back of all this, my grandma had Alzheimer's for like mm. seven years. She lived with it and we had an mm-hmm. in-home caregiver. And I, when I was younger, so like 14, 13, yeah. when she was slowly starting to get it, I was like terrified of her. Right. All right. So I'm terrified of her. I'm like, I don't want to see her. It's weird. She's got like mental issues. But you know, you're like 15. When you don't, you just don't know how to like you don't contextualize understand. it. Yeah. Right. So then I went, I go away to school it's awful. <laughs> you know, it's like... First time away from home. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I, like, I'm homesick, but I'm only two hours away. My roommate is from Barrington, so, like, she's what not... What are the odds of that? She's not far. She was yeah. cool. She yeah. was cool. And, and, anyways, long story short, my grandma dies the week mm. before finals week. I didn't get to say goodbye to her. I had a dream that I watched her die, and I woke up from a nap, and my mom, I had two missed calls from her, so then I go home to her funeral, like, the week, the weekend before finals week, you know, and it's sad, and I didn't get to say goodbye to her, and at this point, I'm growing up. So it's like I think I was, like, you. 19, and I'm, like, feeling so guilty right. that I was afraid of her, and then I avoided her. Um, and at this point, my CNA is still active, because it's good for two years. Oh, is it, like, a license? It's it's a certificate, but it works kind of like a license. So it's, okay. So the day you get it, I think I got it on, like, July 15th is when I took the test. So mm-hmm. it's good for two consecutive years. From that day. And the way to keep it active is to work, like, X amount of hours as a, a, as like, a real-life CNA in the state of Illinois. So at this point, I'm a year and a half into it. It's not expired yet. I can technically still be a CNA, mm-hmm. right? It's not expired. I don't have to retest. So on the day of her funeral, my mom's driving me back to school to take my accounting finals. You know, I have accounting, I have a gen ed, and then I have, like, an economics final. Yeah. First year accounting, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. And it was, like, and I, at the time, I was, like, I'm a cool sophomore, I'm not a freshman, but I got freshmen everywhere. 
So then I get a call from a nurse recruiter. It's really weird because I didn't apply to any jobs. A nursing recruiter from this nursing home, they have a job for like a CNA in the dementia unit. So the Alzheimer's patients. On the day of my grandmother's funeral, you know, and I'm over here feeling guilty and whatnot. And then I go in and take my finals and I decide I'm not going back next semester. I'm coming home and I'm going to try to get into nursing school. So really this was like a way longer... Right. Question mark. Oh, and while I was at Wisconsin, this one girl had gotten hold of my computer and copied one of my papers and submitted it. So then I was, this is like in November. So Mm -hmm. then they were evaluating if I should get in trouble, she should get in trouble. She lived on my floor. I didn't end up getting in trouble. She did. But I mean, they still docked me for like letting my computer be accessed. I don't know. That's so, stupid. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, I was already contemplating, like, leaving Wisconsin because of this just negative thing. Yeah. So then I get this call from a nurse recruiter, and they're like, you want to come for an interview and blah, blah, blah. So that's how I ended up in nursing, was I got that's recruited crazy. on my grandma's funeral after I had been feeling guilty about not saying the, bye to the her. Odds of, the odds of all of that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was creepy. There's too many coincidences to be, Yeah. Like, my mother, you know, thinks that it was her mother, my grandma, who got me into nursing. <laughs> and I've helped so many little old confused ladies. And the daughters have thanked me immensely that yeah. I, I think, you know, my grandma was like, you have to be a nurse. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And now That's that really I'm a cool. nurse, actually, you know, me and Mike, like, she, like, talk about going back to med school all the time. And I'm like, yeah. I just don't want to be a doctor. I really don't. No? If I, if I could go back and have done it, um, I would, but I don't think I would have turned into, like, the person I am right now. You know, I'm right. a very overly compassionate nurse. You know, yeah. because of being on the cancer floor. And right. I think because of being in the nursing home with the little stinky, old, confused ladies who don't know what they're doing and you have to clean them and make them presentable, but no right. one else cares about them. Right. You know, the other CNAs would just, like, they called it granny tossing. Two of them would just pick her up and oh, throw them no. in the bed, you know, like, tag team. It's, yeah. It's really sad. Nursing homes, I... I just feel like it's it's one of those things that's hard... To, it's hard for people outside of it to understand what's going on on yeah. the inside because, it, it you know, you do it enough, you're going to, like, become desensitized to some degree, mm-hmm. rega- you know? Anything, mm-hmm. Any job you do every day, beco- it becomes a job, mm-hmm. regardless if you loved it at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really, like, get that. And I think they had, I forget who, I was listening to one of the same podcasts with Peter Tia, and he said, you know what they should do for, I think it's med school. Or it's, like, one of the surgery units that they... They say, basically, once you get in there, they should say, all right, whatever... is like, if you want to stay in, we're going to pay you whatever your salary is, you can leave. And we'll just pay you that right now. And if anyone who takes it, then you know they're not in it. Because that's really what being a doctor and a nurse yeah. and all this stuff is like. Because you really have to love it. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to see things that you're not going to know how to deal with yeah (laughs) and i only know that because i listened to emperor of all maladies and Mm -hmm. just being exposed to what stories from doctors themselves and how it yeah just weighs on you yeah (laughs) yeah for real yeah and it's not for the faint of heart (laughs) it's not it's not and to be a good doctor i feel like in today's world because um medicine and healthcare has just become so mechanical and like yes heartless Pretty much. I mean, you go to see your doctor because you're sick. It's like a 15-minute appointment. Right. You know? 15 minutes, I mean, depending on who's thinking about it. And we're talking it, general care. Just like, ge- even yeah. even if you, like, I had to go see a GI doctor. Yeah. It was 20-minute slots. 
how are they going to get your whole history and figure something out and a plan of care for you? Jeez. You know, because you have yeah. to ask all these questions. I mean, I even learned it in, like, nurse practitioner Right, you school. have to. <laughs> I mean, even as a nurse, you know, you have to get, like, a quick history to be able to figure out what you're going to do. And then it has to get the gears rolling. So if they tell yeah. you X, Y, and Z is happening, you have to figure out, like... Like, just, the history. Yeah, because, just everything that's going on. Like, for example, if someone, like, in the emergency, this is totally not related to me going to the GI doctor, but, like, in the ER, if you have a person who falls and they hit their head, you need to, I mean, you're worried about a brain bleed, but if they're mm -hmm. on, like, Coumadin for AFib, then you really need to get them to CT immediately because yeah. if there's a bleed, you have to reverse the blood thinner and get rid of the bleed you know which is yeah, right <laughs> so like when you go to see the doctor these people with these crazy crazy health histories like how are you going to get all that in 15 minutes you, you know? don't period yeah, you don't. like 20 years ago i mean i i can't yeah. vouch for this because 20 years ago i wasn't an adult um right but like you know it used to just be the family physician who knew everyone maybe not 20 maybe more longer ago probably you know? I, would, I would assume longer yeah i don't know but even so it's yeah. changed so much even in the course of our lifetimes where i feel like i, I don't know it's it's, probably... it's there, i think it's cuz there's less care you know like well it's, the it, companies insurance companies yeah. want reimbursement how is a doctor going to chart on this the in the 15 minute visit yeah. they have to chart and do all the billing necessary exactly. <laughs> and get the history you know and then if one patient goes five minutes behind and then the next one goes five minutes behind and then the next one goes five minutes right. behind your appointment this next guy who's supposed to go in at 11 is now coming in yeah at 11 15 because your appointments are going five minutes behind and you need five minutes to like catch up on your charting you know and then you're just back and back <laughs> and back i don't know it's crazy yeah it's, i mean it's really crazy same with the emergency room i mean uh, in a pod the way ours is, is there's pods, you know, one doctor can have, can have, if we're stacking people in the hall, up to 20 patients at one given Whoa, time. And then as a nurse, we have three nurses for those patients. So that's seven. That I mean, it could be up to seven. I've right. had up to maybe five. Because if you get, like, a critical patient, like right. someone having an active stroke, one nurse has to go one-on-one. -on -one. Right, yeah, you can't. So then <laughs> e even if the pod only has nine patients... You know, you lose a nurse, mm -hmm. and then the other two have to cover the other patients, which they could be, like, step-down patients. They could be sick. Mm -hmm. They could be demanding. It could be someone with C. diff pooping their brains out that has to be cleaned every five minutes. Right. You know, and that's just, your, you know. Routine, right? Yeah, it's just. It sounds really overwhelming, especially for, I don't know, It just it's just such, like, a rock-and-a-hard-place type setup. It sounds like the, the organizational structure needs work. And how things are run. But it actually is, like, where I work is run very nicely compared right. to other places. Well, yeah. Which blows <laughs> my mind. You know, even being on the floor where I work, where, well, when I was on the oncology floor mm -hmm. versus when I worked at Loyola, it was, like, like years of difference. Really? Yes. Just what? two places that are 30 minutes apart. Wow. That's crazy. But one of the things I do really, like, like from the setup that you guys, like, just as a nursing, like, healthcare students themselves. Yeah. I think the fact that you guys have quote-unquote labs that you guys call clinicals, mm -hmm. where you're literally working in a hospital. Yeah. Granted, you're not being paid for working, which is a little weird, but... Yeah. There, there might be something squirrely going on in that front, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's super helpful, because I think that helps weed out a lot of people, because it is a... Like you're basically everything we've laid out up until this point. Yeah, you're able to get exposure to it 
without even having a quote-unquote internship. Yeah. Like, for the vast majority of other people's, like, you get your degree, and it's like, I think I want to do this. Yeah, but... <laughs> but you have yeah. no idea what that actually means. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whereas when you go to healthcare, you're like, you have a very good idea of what you're going to be doing yeah. by the time you get it. Like, because Mike was telling me, like, up until he was basically graduated, he's like, yep, today's my last day as a tech, and now I'm going to start my new job. And Tomorrow. it was like, yeah, yeah, and it was just like a s- seamless transition. Like mm-hmm. everything was already lined up. And, it was no big deal. And he's excelling though. Well, Mike is like an outlier. Mike, that's just Mike's. Malcolm thing. Gladwell can write a book about Mike. Let's get real. <laughs> I read that book. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Yeah, I that's love a that good book. one. Yeah. It's very interesting. I, I mean, he's just flows. You can read his books in yeah one I, day I have really. Books all over the place. Yeah, for real. Finishing this one right now. Victor Frankel's Man's Search for Meaning. Oh. It's, I, never even, I think Mike told me you were reading that. Yeah. It's, uh, Victor Frankel is one of the premier psychotherapists. Yeah. And he survived Auschwitz and concentration camps. And it's, so the first half of the book is him, him recounting it from his point of view. And not really his point of view, but just from a but, yeah. prisoner's point of view. And yeah. then uh, basically how people find meaning in life. Period. That sounds like a good... It's very, very good. And as you can see, it's a very small book, and I've been talking about it probably for the last three-ish weeks now, but... Yeah. Small I, but powerful. Very. Um, and I had... It, it's been recommended by many, many, many people. Anyone who's like, you know, most impactful book you've ever read or most gifted book you've ever... That one is probably usually top five in general. Yeah? Yeah. So. You know what was a really... Did Mike tell you, I mean, talking about this, Mm -hmm. we read this book um, about North Korea. Yes, he mentioned it. On our last trip. Because he he said he read like four books while you guys were traveling. I read two. That's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. You guys were gone for 14 days. But I was sick for like four days, so how can you read when you're dying? Right. Yeah, he gave me the spark notes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Of the trip. Yeah, let's let's back up really quick. And so that's the other thing is really cool about you guys, like both of you and Mike, is like... Since I've known both of you, you've all, both traveled basically all over the, the planet at this point. Yeah, for real. You know, almost every major continent minus Australia. Yeah, <laughs> which is expensive. Well, yeah. you go there. It's, like, outrageous. Yeah. Um, but you guys, don't, you guys do a really good job, even though, as you can probably tell, you're extremely busy with being a nurse in school and all yeah. that stuff. You, you bake in time to travel the world, mm-hmm. which is, I think, really important, especially for people... Our age, because a lot of people see it like, oh, I'll travel when I'm older, or, you know, when yeah. I retire. But it's like, why would you do that? Because when you're older, either one, you're going to have kids already, so it makes it less fun. And two, you're just not going to be able to enjoy it as much because you're not young anymore. <laughs> yeah, and you got, like, arthritis joints. Right, and that's you're my like, point. oh, my aching back. <laughs> right, you're just I not going to want to travel. Yeah. You're just not going to want to move. You're going to be like, yeah. well, I'm going to just sit in this comfy thing and have drinks handed to me. <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> so I, I, I just want you to elaborate, because I think you're a little bit more of a driving factor behind traveling than Mike. I know Mike loves it. It's just Mike is just way... He just go with the flow. With he me. sure does. <laughs> he sure does. We're actually probably going to put it on the back burner. That doesn't um, surprise me, considering. But we're, go- like, international back burner. Yeah. We're still going to do a lot of USA stuff. We were actually um, on the plane coming home from the Philippines. We were trying to plan a trip for... Um, us two, and then you, we, we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a camping trip with Wenzel. Uh-oh. Dying. He's aspirating. <coughs> Drinking water, and it backfired. Aspiration station. I'm good. Okay. 
But yeah, I would definitely love to travel. We want to go to like the Smoky Mountains and get a yes. little cabin. Oh, and we're going to bring Sawyer. And mm-hmm. then we're probably going to adopt another dog in the next oh, yeah? couple months. Yeah. A big dog? Um, Probably. There's this little pit bull terrier I've been Ooh. watching. At the company, you know how Maddie and John. Yes. Have you had them on here? I've had John on. Oh my God, me and Maddie should do one together. If you guys want I'm to. I'm going to text her when we're done. Okay. Be like, oh, <laughs> could you imagine? That would be so funny. Absolutely. You're just going to sit here with your eyes wide like, what is wrong I with will just, girls? I will just be here to hit the record button. <laughs> I know. We had me and Mike and Maddie and John went out once and it was so funny because it was like Mike and John and then you and me Maddie. and Maddie were just like. Bah, 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 bah. That sounds about right. I know because we only see each other like once every couple months and it just you know I don't know we have a good friendship because it's like anyways they (laughs) foster through Second City Canine and I've been watching shameless plug on that one because they they do amazing stuff yeah yeah so right now they're fostering this little q-tip named Whoopi he's so fluffy yeah (laughs) um but basically through this place that I only know of because of them yeah there's this adorable little snuggly pit bull Terrier, who I want so dearly. Um, <laughs> but I'm ho- if she gets adopted before our house is done yeah. being under construction, I'll get over it. Um, but I've been watching her, and she's just darling. So we want to get her, and then we want to go and get a cabin in Tennessee with Ooh. you and whoever else wants to come. Yeah. Because we want to take you traveling. I really want to I feel go. like um, we need to stay domestic, and then it would just be easier for all of us to, like, yeah. you know. I mean, even if we just, like, rent a, rent a car or something. Yeah. Or- well, we could even take the element. I mean, Tennessee yeah, right. is a one-day drive I mean, away yeah, to Smoky Mountains. Yeah. It's not even bad. Like, that Utah shenanigans we did last summer. Yeah, I know. That you was a weird dro- trip. drove all the way there and all the way I back. I know. We weren't even supposed to go there, and it was just crazy. Thank God. We almost brought Sawyer. Good thing we didn't. Yeah, that would have been crazy. We would have just cried the whole time. But we did bring him to Colorado twice. So I think Tennessee would be better for him. Mm-hmm. It's a little it's bit less. It's not as far. It's not as far. And, and the, there's not as much element changing. Yeah, exactly. Because you, when you go to Colorado, it can be cold, and then you're and back in... And then the in, elevation. Yeah. It's all, like, just... Plus, it's all in the car. Like, yeah. You, you guys do, uh, what, what would you call it? Off-the-grid living? Cause yeah. Because you, you guys are inside your your element, and you're not doing hotel stuff. You're, you guys are yeah. living out the back of your car, basically. Literally. yeah. So, Mike, Mike got this... Um, Is that you? It might be. No, it's oh, you. Oh, no, it's upstairs. <laughs> if anyone can hear the buzzing, we were thought there was a phone ringing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what were we saying? Yeah. Mike's so Mike element. got this little, like, a gas grill, and he was like, we're going to grill off the back of the car, <laughs> and, and we, like, slept in the car, because um, we were, like, going to camp in national parks, and then it was cold, and then we ended up sleeping in the back of the car, and then one day... So we, we get a mattress. We could fit a full-size mattress in the back of the yeah. element. Um, I'm sure he showed you, like, you can Google element camp setups, and there's yeah. people who literally make these setups for the back of their Honda elements where there's, like, drawers you can pull out yeah, and, like, like, have a mattress. It's crazy. So we just <laughs> have the mattress on the floor. We take out the back seats. Yeah. And then we, like, made grilled cheeses and ate, like, beans out of a can, like, every day. It was really funny. Like, you, pr- we probably could have made, like, a ridiculous I was going to say, you guys are, like, doing, like, <laughs> caravan stuff. Like, I know. Go- going out west. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to the Grand Canyon, and I forget where I was going with that. Oh, we had this, like, 10-liter uh, water jug, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to stop for water every time. Oh, out. right. And it accidentally got opened at one of the stops, so our whole mattress was saturated. Oh, no. And then we were sleeping in Bryce Canyon one night, and it was like 30 degrees at night, and our blankets were soaked, and it was, oh, my God, 
so cold because our stuff was just saturated. Oh, God. And we just couldn't sleep. And then when yeah. the sun came out, we, like, were laying everything out. And people were looking at us like, what's wrong with you guys? You know, why is your, like, like Mike had his shirts, like, laying out yeah. on the car. It was, everything was soaking wet. That's crazy. It was really funny. Yeah. And then the Philippines, Mike got, like, an upper respiratory thing. And then the day he healed, I got, like, salmonella or something from Jeez. some chicken and... So that was your most recent trip, right? Yeah, we got back like a week. What's today? So there... Tuesday. We got back like nine days ago. Yeah. Because um, you guys were there 14 yeah, days? First to the 13th. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I still think I have salmonella sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> still a little messed up? Did you, yeah. What did you guys eat? Or did you, do you well, know we, what happened? We shared food. Like, you know how Mike is, and right. me too, you know, we're like, oh, Winslow, you're going to finish that off? Right, yeah. <laughs> so we, like, eat each other's food and, like, share because we just want to try everything. Right. And it was one meal. He chose this place called Senior Kimchi, which had these <laughs> awesome reviews. It's, like, Korean, uh, what's the word? Fusion, mm-hmm. right? That's the new thing. Yeah, everything's fusion now. Yeah. <laughs> and I had these chicken tacos, and then he got the Korean beef, and then we got the beef nachos. Mm-hmm. And normally, we would have shared and shared, and he would have had a taco, and I would have mm-hmm. had yeah, a right. burrito, because like, this burrito's too good, I just eat your food, and I'll eat mine. And then, you know what? A couple hours later, like 4 or 5 a.m., I'm waking up. Dead. Puking. Yeah, dying. Oh, man. Dead. And then we tried to go to the breakfast room, and I made it down there, and I just, I couldn't. I man. couldn't. I was up, I ate a piece of watermelon, went upstairs, ran upstairs, and yeah. it came all out. And then, like, last night's rice was, like, coming up from, like, my intestines. Like, I could oh, feel it coming up ah! through my stomach, <laughs> just, like, heaving it up. Is it, is it weird for you guys to get, like, when you get sick, you go into, like, nurse mode at all? He, he didn't. He didn't? No. <laughs> he just was like, yeah, I'm going to do my homework. And I just laid there. I mean, what are you going to do right. though when I mean, someone's puking? It's not you like can't we really have. can't really do anything about like it. So we can go and get like drugs because yeah. we're in the Philippines. <laughs> All you I can mean, do is really could. give you water. Yeah. So I like sent him to the store to get me Gatorade. I had one Zofran from last time I got a prescription. And Don't the Philippines still take American dollars still though? Kind of mm-hmm. or no? Because it's technically a U.S. territory, right? Uh, think so and maybe it used to be i know you can if some places you can give them dollar i'm assuming it depends on the and they're gonna give the you plate. pesos back oh really yeah interesting and no one will give you a dollar back cambodia they use u.s dollars okay when we were there last year sense. and that was crazy because it goes like super far mm-hmm. right like yeah you're like living like a king yeah, with ten dollars <laughs> um but to get into cambodia you need like a 40 dollar visa which we didn't Whoa. research we just showed up Next thing you know, we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> How are we going to pay to get in this country, you know? Oopsies. Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, so Gatorade, I used up all the drugs I brought from home, like old prescriptions. Pretty sure I had a fever. I brought like three Tylenols <laughs> because I worked the day, but like I worked yeah, you did. hours before we left. Yeah, because I, I didn't see you that because I came over on yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah, I worked, and I was supposed to um, get off, and I didn't get off on time because I had a stroke patient come in. So I stayed because I'm not just going to, like, leave mid-stroke. Yeah. I stayed with him until we sent him to get the TPA, which he ended up getting. And then when I came home, they give you these little brain pins Mm -hmm. um, where we work that if you have a successful... 
TPA, like door to TPA time. So it was 37 minutes. For those who don't know, and for myself, TPA, what does that TPA stand for? TPA is um, it's a drug Okay. where it's called the clot buster. So basically, if you come in, you're having a stroke. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's different kinds of strokes. So you're having the clot kind of stroke, not mm-hmm. the hemorrhagic, which is massive amounts of blood. So the yeah. brain bleed we talked about earlier. Yeah. I mean, if you hit your head, it's, we're not going to call it a stroke, but it's like if your blood pressure is too high... And then you're gonna, uh, like, just your vessels break in yeah. your head, and then you bleed out. Which yeah. I've had that too, and Ooh. it's been traumatizing. Yes, um, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. So basically, door to needle. You take this medicine; it puts you at a huge risk of bleeding. But if you have the clot in your brain and you fit all the criteria, they can bust you with this stuff, and it breaks it up, mm-hmm. and then and basically saves you. Yeah. So we had a That's thirty-seven crazy. minute time. National goal in the U.S. is 90 minutes door to needle Whoa. time. We had a 37 because I, I stayed instead of handing this guy off. I mean, I'm not saying it was my fault. Right, yeah. That I saved it. <laughs> I mean, that's my job. Right. That's your job. You know, that's why we have stroke protocols. It's more of, it's more of you, you, you were there. Yeah. It, it's faster if you just stay than passing. Exactly. And it's if like I would have left, I have all this charting I have to do anyways. I was like, I might as well just stay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then make sure it's tied in a pretty bow because otherwise, like, you get emails all the time. You missed this. You missed that because they're really on top of your charting and your care. Yeah. Because of the turnaround is so crazy in the emergency versus when I was on the cancer floor. It's, like, the lowest money maker of the whole hospital so they could care less. You know, whereas the EDs where, you know, you need to make sure your charge capture is on top of it. Otherwise, you're letting someone have a free ED visit. Yeah. You know, and then it's my fault. You know? Yeah. Anyways. So, I was late, so we didn't pack meds. So I, and I was like, on... we'll be fine. You yeah, know? of course. Like, <laughs> we were prepared last year for Thailand and Cambodia, and we were fine. I was like, we'll be fine. Next, you know, sure shit, Mike gets sick, and then I get sick with two completely different things. Jeez. We didn't have any meds. I brought just enough multivitamins to take one for me and one for him a day. So we didn't even have multivitamins to, like, do some bougie healthcare to ourselves, right, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, it was pretty bad. That's... It was pretty bad. It's always when you're, like, you're like, we'll be fine, you know? It's mm-hmm. always when that happens. Because you just really didn't have, haven't had any, like, issues other than, like, health-wise on any other trip. Nope. Not that I've heard of. Nope. And that's crazy. To I me. know. And we, li- I literally brought one Zofran, three stink- dinky little Tylenol pills, <laughs> and I brought, um... I had, like, a stool. I don't know why. I had just, like, a random stool softener in my makeup bag. <laughs> just just because. You don't need that yeah. when you have diarrhea. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I think it was from, like, a, I don't know. Just, like, a colace. Like, a silly little. Yeah. Little. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, we're going to go camping in the Smokies. That sounds fun. With our new pup. Now that, now that I'm done with school, my, my oh, schedule, yeah, or yeah, going yeah, to be yeah. done with school, my schedule is going to be wide open. Summer will be, yeah, we'll go in summer. Yeah. Because then I'll only have one class. I mean, my semester's mm-hmm. a nightmare right now. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Because you're technically, is it like a master's program? It's a doctor, it's oh, a clinical it's a doc- doctorate. <sighs> so if you have me on this podcast in three years, it's not going to be nurse bear. <laughs> doctor bear. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you not initiated, we call her... Uh, nurse, nurse Ma- bear. Yeah, nurse bear or it's mare bear. Mare bear. That's Mike's. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how that even came up. My gamer tag. If anyone <laughs> wants to play Fortnite with me, which is a whole nother topic. I know. Mare bear don't care. The O and don't is a zero. Boom. 
Well, we can put it in the link. So if you, can... you suck, I'm deleting you as a friend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She, she's a therapist for all the 8th graders. I sure am. Well, no, <laughs> oh, like, not 8th graders. But... I don't even know how old they are, but all those people... Actually, you... yeah. Well, I play with my little cousins. Yeah, that's Johnny's it. like 9. But he's really good. And then Joey, his brother, is like 12, I think. I think Joey's 12. Sorry if you're not 12, Joey. If he even listens he's to this. He's turning 13. He's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, no. He turns, I think he turns 13 in April because his sister just turned 14. I used to, like, nanny no. these guys. Right, they yeah. were little babies. <laughs> like, Johnny, I got pictures of him when he was, like, a little baby. And I was, like, a teenager babysitting. I know. It's so it's so weird seeing uh, Mike's brother right now. Like, his dad is just posting all these photos. And I it's, know. Like, there's, like, one with four generations. I'm, I like, know. I'm like, that's interesting. I know. With the baby, with <laughs> yeah. Charlotte. Baby, she's adorable. She's a spitting image of, like, Ryan, though. Really? Like, yeah. Mike woke up the other day and made this face that looked just like Charlotte. And I was like, whoa. And he was like... What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's so cute. Standard mic. She's so cute. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, I was going to go somewhere with that. Fortnite. Yeah, the Fortnite Before stuff. Before Fortnite. Was it the, uh, nurse practitioner stuff? Maybe, but I don't know. Because you said you were going to be a doctor. This is a nightmare. Uh, well, I, I'll be a nurse practitioner with a clinical uh, yeah. doctorate. So, in, what does that mean? That's really con- okay, convoluted. Okay, so, <laughs> so... You can go to grad school and get a PhD. Right. You'll be Dr. Wenzel. You're not a medical doctor. Right, because it's MD. Yeah, so the medical doctors are MDs and, I guess, doctors of osteopathic medicine, but they're technically not MDs. They're DOs, but they take the same exam as a medical doctor. Sounds so, like alphabet soup is going on here. They just really pick is. two letters so, and they just put them at but the But I, I will have a DNP. Huh. But if you go to, like, a podiatrist, they're a DPM. This is getting really confusing. I know. Um, <laughs> physician's assistants are PA-C, so they're board-certified physician assistant. Now, the difference... It sounds um, like you have to take a class just on what are the... Just the, the medical acronyms. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. What about P-O-Q-H-S? What does that mean, Wenzel? I don't know. <laughs> it means you take the pill by mouth before night, <laughs> before bedtime. Q-H-S. H-S means, like, nighttime. P-O means, like, per oral route. Which is really? like a pill, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Makes, that makes sense. Yeah, it's that one's like, at least it kind of makes sense. But the and HS TID, TID three times a day, BID twice a day, this QID four times a day. That's the only. No one wonder the military and, and and hospitals kind of get along. I know. They just love and the acronym use, everything. I like military time, but yeah, because um, it just makes more sense. Sometimes it's just so fast. But I still have to do like the calculation for military time. Yeah. So sometimes it's just easier for me to throw the PM, but I do keep my phone as military time, which is weird. Is it, is it slowly adjusting to it, basically? Yeah. Well, I've been doing it since. Okay, so I went to Italy with my mom in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and they did military time. In Italy, in Italy, is yeah. standard. Yes. Well, yeah. Whoa. I mean, we are just weird doing AMs and PMs. Oh, really? You know? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot I had my coffee, too. Drink break. <laughs> yeah. So ever since then, I wanted to be cool, you know? Right. You're and like, I, I, I know military You know, time. you have the little flip phone our age when we were in oh, grade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I made it military time. People are like, what's wrong with you? And right. Like, what's wrong with you? You never been to Italy? <laughs> you know? <laughs> just throwing it everywhere. Yeah, space. so I've been using it for a while, but I just feel like, I feel like these days, the last couple months, I've just had so much swirling in my brain because between school, going to the emergency room, you have to learn so many different things than, like I'm switching gears from being oncology to ER. Well, and it's just like a whole different pace. It really is. And the nursing personalities are different. Yeah. Like I came from a sentimental 
compassionate floor. I mean, where the, you did get jerk nurses. Right. You know, I mean, anywhere you but go. But <laughs> for the most part, you're cancer nursing, and you know that these people are, like, really crazily you need, sick. You need a sensitive so, touch, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, you need to give them a TLC. <laughs> Versus the emergency room, I have these ladies who have been emergency nurses, and they're hardened. Right. You know, they don't have time for my... It's, it seems to me like, like a, you almost need to be like a tactical squad. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, the patients come in, and if you got a good team going, like, all, all three of us will go in right. and do three different tasks to get this patient settled in five minutes versus a single person taking 10 or 15 minutes. Right. One person's lining and labbing, one person's vitaling, another person's charting with the history, right. you know, and then the doctor comes in, and it's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Unless you don't have a team that works well together. It all depends on mm-hmm. the team. You've got the doctor and then the other nurses that you work with, you know. And it just depends. But it is like a tactical squad. I mean, there's been... Like, I mean, it just makes sense, too, because considering yeah. what you're dealing with, because mm-hmm. people can come in with any sort of whatever, right? You don't know what's walking in the door, right. and you know? If someone's bleeding out or whatever, you have to be on top mm-hmm. of that instantaneously yeah. and yeah. be on the go-to. Go- you <laughs> sure do. So it's it's kind of... It really is like a tactical squad. But then you just get these... Hardened, middle age, like mom age. Yeah, like you know, nurses who just they've been doing the ED for twenty something years, right. and they don't have time for my personal compassionate bullshit. You know, my transition down there was so hard. I bet because I'm used to, you know, like we had our, we had our like our squad on two east south was the unit I was on. You know, we mm-hmm. were very close. We worked so well together. You know. Yeah. I've given the chemo, you know, you know your patients, you know what you're walking in most of the time. And it's not like you're, you're not like you're walking into it and you're like rushed from the get-go. Yeah, know? I mean, sometimes you are. If you well, yeah, people who need crazy blood transfusions and then uh, you have your one needing chemo or sometimes I'd be the only chemo nurse um, or I would have one chemo and then like my friend Julie would have a chemo, mm-hmm. but to hang chemo you need two chemo nurses. So oh, okay. then it was really like we both had to be there for both of these. Yeah. And then sometimes you have these crazy risks like um, if they're getting a certain like rituxin is a mouse um, antibody that is used for many different types of cancers. Interesting. And there's a lot of reactions that happen. So really, when you have a patient getting rituxin, it takes hours, and you're checking on them like every 15 minutes after the beginning of it to make sure they're not having a reaction. Because I would say out of all the rituxins I gave up on the floor, probably 50% of them had, like if it was their first time, have had some sort of reaction. We have to pause it, medicate them, let the doc know, and then continue it, and then watch them extra closely. You Hmm. know, and then you're giving blood transfusions, you're giving platelets, you're... The weird stuff. Right. So it can, it can be busy, but then other days, you know, it's just like a standard med pass and you're like yeah, charting, chilling, just twiddling your thumbs. Double checking everybody, make sure that's Yeah, it's just like, just with a flip, it could change. Yeah. So anyways, you still have your same patients, you know your patients, you're getting the same sick people, and you know them. And then you go to the ED with these like hard nurses who don't have time for my bullshit, and I cried like, ev- like yeah. everyone knows me as the crier now, and I don't even cry anymore because I'm just used to it. You know, right. if someone looks at me... With a mean mug, I'm like, okay, it's fine, you know? Yeah, well, I think it's part of that, too, is, that, you know, they need people that just fall, not really fall in line, I guess is the wrong word, but, like, you know, just, you have a job to do kind of thing, it feels exactly. like. Exactly. So, it, you're right, it's not fall in line, but it's like, you can, you don't have, you don't have time to, to be, be fluffy. Sent to, yeah, exactly. You don't have time to give TLC. Especially if that person's, like, you know. It's life or death. Like, you were saying, like, with the stroke patient before. Like, yeah. you don't have time to be like, yeah. it's going to be okay. You don't. <laughs> you really don't you have time. You don't. <laughs> you don't have time. You don't. And then the daughter comes and she's crying and all mad at you. And you're like, just stop. 
you right. know, just... Everybody's in a heightened state of emotion, yeah. so you just need to yeah. stone face it as yeah. best you can, right? Mm-hmm, sure is. It's interesting. Yeah. And, and it's such a different environment that I, I don't even know... I don't know. I don't even know how the best way to explain it because it's 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 always portrayed from the other angle where it's like someone wants the best care for that person, you know, from the other side of the the gurney, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. And you know, from the patients or the patients loved ones point of view, and mm-hmm. I don't think you ever really get a pe- a picture of how it's like for people who do this day in and day out. Yeah. Because it just seems like well, that's their job. They're trained to do this kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's really showing just how much information you guys have to know too. I mean, you're you're naming all of these these acronyms and medications and all this stuff and you know how they work and then a list of side effects that go with those things i'm just picturing like a giant spreadsheet of just like term and then definitions side effects and it's just a branching like ridiculousness yeah i kind of did we had a when i was in um my pathophys part one which is actually uh you talked about like weeding out people earlier with the clinical lab type thing um, they had this in our first semester of mm-hmm. actually being in the program, patho, uh, pharma, pathophysiology and applied pharmacology. That's the drug name course. Right? Yeah. So it's like disease process and drug. Yeah. You know, so when we did cardiac with heart failure, hypertension, just hypertension alone, which is high blood pressure. Although I feel like everyone knows hypertension these days. I had four pages with like mini font spreadsheets of these classes, oh and different drugs and different side effects. <laughs> And it's I so still, crazy. I still sometimes when I think of these cardiac drugs, I go back to that spreadsheet. And you just picture it? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I studied that thing. I got an A on the cardiac test. You know, I, I so crazy. wanted to learn. I mean, the cool thing about nursing in this day and age compared to 20 years ago when it was bed making and TLC. Well, even so, it was still science and evidence based. It's so sciencey these days. You know, and nurses do so much more than what a lot of people think yeah. they do. You, know, you think of a nurse as, like, a candy striper. Do you even know what that is? <laughs> no, I don't Yeah, know. so back in the day, they used to have, like, candy stripers in the hospital where you come, like, kind of like a, I want to say active, I mean, they haven't even been around since I've been yeah. around. But, you know, you, it's just like a volunteer that brings, like... Candy to the rooms? Kind of, I think. Is is that what I'm... It's kind of the vibe I'm getting out of it. Yeah. You know, like, they have a little cart, and, like, what can I get you? A newspaper? It's almost... Some water? (laughs) It sounds almost like a... Like a flight attendant, but at a hospital. (laughs) I think that's what they were. I mean, I never actually sat down to Google it. Yeah, I know. But the little old patients are always like, oh, I thought you were a candy striper. I'm like, dude, no. (laughs) You know? Like, they don't even... That doesn't even exist anymore. I know. I wish it did, because then I don't have to get the water. Oh, that's true. You know? (laughs) Um, But no, like, nurses... We have to get the water. We have to change the patients. In the ED, we even clean the rooms. Yeah. Um, You know, there's so many hats that a nurse wears. Yeah. And there's so many. They just keep adding on more and more and more with nurse-driven protocols and the Mm -hmm. nursing profession as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I can just, I just imagine because I'm, I can't say the company name or I will get fired, (laughs) but I'm doing a project for, for a healthcare company on infusion pumps. Yeah. And I... I understand because I I can program one of those things in like thirty seconds now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it it has like the you know VTBI uh-huh. millimeters per hour, and it's got the yeah. basic modes. And some of the ones we're working with have the drug libraries installed, and uh-huh. just when you scroll through it, it's yeah. just like 
you know, me being the curious person that I'm at, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, then, ooh, that's a fun name. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I just look at it, and then because I know you and Mike and all those other people that are doctors that I know of, I'm just, it just makes, it just is interesting for me. And then so, they, they have to tell me, they're like, well, if there's anything that's annoying, you need to tell us because that's going to be annoying to a nurse. Do you guys actually program the drug names in? No. We're, we're just running uh, so what are you Diana's water through it. What does that mean? It's just a... Uh, Water that's so nothing. Still, so it's just still water. We're just testing the pump themselves to make sure to that... To make sure it works. Lifestyle, uh, lifetime, uh, lifetime testing. So basically, it doesn't work for its prescribed intended okay. term, basically. Okay. So do you get to pick a fake drug? Be like, it's just hey, water. I'm giving you... But, like, do you get to act like the water is Zosin? I could. I mean, it's not... It's not hooked up to anything. It's just circulating in double bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it even okay. is. Because when I worked at um, Loyola, well, I, out of all the places I've clinicaled and, you know, worked on top of it, every single place has had different pumps, and some of them yeah. um, have the drugs in, and then we have pharmacy work with the pump company oh, to really? have every single drug, and then you pick, like, where I work now. Oh, they limit you to, to the library? Pick, no, but wait. So you pick the unit you're on, mm -hmm. and then... So when I picked the oncology unit, all the chemos would come up, oh. all the different specialized cancer drugs would be gotcha. programmed in the pump. But if I went and floated to Mike's unit, yeah. and I chose med surge or post-surgical, yeah. you know, none of the chemos show up, so I can't really? even accidentally program the pump ah, to okay. be a chemo. But like in the emergency room, you know, you pick emergency uh, or okay. critical care. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah, we don't have care areas installed it's just basic yeah but yeah. The, but so this is the That's most specialized though. pump yeah. i've ever worked with um when i worked on at a different place yeah you know we had just these generic pumps where you put in the volume yeah you put in yeah that's um, mostly how, how we're running it just like a little box yeah. and, <laughs> and you never even put in the drug name nope it doesn't even beep when it's done really yeah and <laughs> I, this is a big medical center that's crazy you know I mean, these things are the most annoying things ever. They you know, are. They but, have the upstream occlusion, downstream occlusions, air in lines. But that's good <laughs> because, I mean, our pumps are right. specialized, but, and they're overly sensitive, but mm -hmm. it's for patient safety. Absolutely. Nurse annoyance, patient safety. Yes. Because even if it senses a small little thing, you know, then it's not, it's just being safe. So yeah. the patient doesn't Absolutely. accidentally, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I had to explain because there's a, it has a key, the, the one that has a, KVO setting, uh -huh. which is to keep vein open. Yeah. And it's hard to explain it because I'm managing people. Like, why does it say that? I'm like, oh, it's just there so it doesn't close the vein because it's get a needle in there so it doesn't make sure that the blood isn't going to go back up yeah. <laughs> through the... <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting that I even could kind of figure that out. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it's for me, it's just interesting to be a part of, you know, the medical world in that way, to be able to see these things and then get them to work yeah. in any way. And then... Because it's like a, a thing that most people just kind of see and take for granted. <laughs> You're right. Because pumps are so important. I mean, if right. you have someone on like a propofol drip, exactly. which is a, a, it's a drug that we give to like knock people out either mm -hmm. for procedures. Like if we're going to replace a hip, well, the doctor's going to do it. Not right. replace. Not replace. Re... I'm trying to think of a regular term. The right word. It's like a close reduction. Blah, blah, blah. Reattach. So basically, if like a little lady trips and her hip falls out of the socket, we're just going to pop it back in. Yeah. Uh, we'll give them propofol. Like we won't give them a drip. But if we're going to like intubate someone in center of the ICU, we're going to give mm -hmm. them any different 
depending on the patient and the doctor, <laughs> a drip, like a slow titration just to keep mm-hmm. them knocked out so they don't wake up and rip the tube out and then they can't breathe. Yeah. Um, but pumps are so important. Yeah. Because before they had these specialized things that you're working on, you know, you would just kind of have to do the little roller clamp. Really? And hope for the best. They even, they even taught me that in nursing school like, just in case there's like some... Like you'd set the roller so it drips mm-hmm. at the right rate then? Because mm-hmm. we have the roller clamps on the IV sets. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we just usually, mo- mostly just use it to close it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we, well, that's what we use them for now. Right, of course. But <laughs> if you didn't have like there's special drip tubing yeah that i was taught on where you calculate Weird. the drip with the drug which is why they make you take math as a nurse even though this pump it, science has just changed the game i mean the pump thing plug into numbers mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which is good for fast pace but yes. it's easier to make mistakes cuz you're not thinking as much but it's not easier to make mistakes yeah. because the pump is programmed and especially too cuz like some one of the ones I've used before. This was years ago, but it had like a barcode, so yeah. it was a, a syringe pre-filled. Mm-hmm. Oh, in theory, the syringe would be pre-filled with the drug, and it would have a barcode on it correlating to that. So you just put it in there, and it would just it would scan the barcode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the pump would. The pump would scan the barcode, Whoa. and then it would just be like, okay, that's the drug you need, and it would set the limits then in software of like, you can't exceed certain rates because of, you know. That's cool. For, like, say, if it's morphine, you can't, you know, administer all of it at once. That sounds <laughs> you know, expensive. It probably was expensive. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I can't say the company name. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it, yeah. The, the, I've seen multiple versions of stuff like that, and that's probably one of the more expensive ones. Like, considering, too, is it's pre-filled vials of mm-hmm. this stuff, so it's yeah. even more work on yeah. the company's end to, yeah. to make it. Yeah, for sure. So it's just interesting. Healthcare, for me, has been, as you know, is it's health as a general is a really interesting subject for me and just yeah trying to figure out ways that we can kind of update the the I don't even know how to explain it but like just disseminate knowledge in the healthcare field in any way possible yeah because <laughs> like I because I, I, cause I do a lot of stuff in it you know I bought that book from Mike unconventional medicine and stuff uh-huh. like that kind of outlining things that the medical world doesn't really take seriously yet yeah. you know the new things with like the the gut microbiome and a lot of the newer dieting stuff with keto and vegan or mm-hmm. fasting mimicking diets, whatever it is that can kind of help improve quality of life and longevity in the long term if you're awareness of these things, you know. Yeah. Basically limiting anything that's the the sad standard American diet. Yeah, for real. You know, and <laughs> it was one of those things I was just listening to and I've I've said it on here before and it's really funny to be to if it was a moment of pride for me that two MDs agreed with what I said before was basically if you're, you know, people argue like vegans or, or paleos or whatever, they're yeah. like, no, my diet's better. or No, my diet's better. And it's like, well, shut the fuck up. Of course, both of your diets are better. Like you're arguing over the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's better than the standard American diet. Then you're winning, period. Yeah. You know, and it felt really good to be kind of like validated from that. You know, regardless, I'm not the first one to think of that. <laughs> yeah. But I just think being able to have more voices out there that can talk about it and just be like, here's what it's like in, you know, because <clears throat> health as an, in general to me is like, unfortunately, one of these days, we're all going to end up in a hospital. Sorry. We sure are. You know, reg- mm-hmm. regardless of who you are. Yeah. You're going to be in one. Unless you know? you're a weird hermit. 
that... Yeah, but that's a whole different discussion. A, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different discussion. Right. I just think it's just so important to kind of understand the inner workings of these institutions and then look at ways that we can kind of understand it. Because I, I don't even know if, like, for me, it feels weird because I feel like I'm, like, a nightmare for a doctor since I know so much. As From an, interesting, from yeah. an interested standpoint, I'm just kind of like... That's got to be weird for a doctor now, yeah. right? To have deal with patients that could know as much as they do. Well, it, it, it like it squ- is squiggly and but know as much as they also do. Also, Doctor Google. So you yeah, are exactly. educated in a different way because you actually read these books. Yeah, you actually read. Real <laughs> I do things. more like bark. You don't like Google WebMD or My whatever. My <laughs> belly hurts. What's going on? That's you a know? way to figure out you're dying. Yeah, basically. and then you go and the, oh my god, if, like at least at least once a week. Yeah. If not longer, I've had... I was going to say, do you deal with stuff like yes. that? Yes. And they'll be like, so I read on Google that this could be this. What do you think? And you're like, no. You know? <laughs> no. Because that goes back to the health history. Uh, you know? Yeah. You take the the patient, you know, and then you, you look at it case by case. Mm-hmm. End of one medicine. I don't know if you listened to the podcast, which actually got me really into podcasting. With Joe Rogan, which I, everyone listens to Joe Rogan. Yeah, absolutely. He's awesome. I mean, some of them, depending on who it he's depends got. On, yeah, it depends on the person, but I think Joe Rogan, just as a, from an open-minded standpoint, yeah. he's a great person to listen to. He, um, did you listen to the one with Kelly Brogan? Yes. Because I know me and Mike really, li- I listened to that one like four times. Really? Kelly Brogan, for people who don't know Kelly Brogan, is a uh, psychiatrist. So she is a, she did go to medical school. Mm-hmm. Um... And basically, her and Joe Rogan talk about, like, crazy weird... I mean, they're just tangent after tangent. Yeah, I know. It's really... It's like three hours and something podcast, but Standard she, for Rogan. <laughs> I have taken this from her. Um, when I try to explain Dr. Google to patients, I say, yeah. Every, it's N of one medicine. Right. Like, I get it. It's anecdotal. I get it. A <laughs> hundred people can be in a room and have hypertension. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, when you're prescribing and diagnosing, it's... It's the doctors looking at this one person. Right. And you're looking at everything they have. Because even if you have identical twins, they are not going to be the same. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I could give you metformin, and I can take metformin. Totally different. I can give you and Nick metformin. If you, right. Say you guys both got diagnosed with diabetes on the exact same day. Which, right. God willing, that will never happen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Give you both metformin. You'll both react totally differently. Right. Same, it came from the same parents. You grew up together. Same environment, you know? Right. So it's really N of one medicine. And um, I really have to thank Kelly Brogan for coining that for me. Yeah, I mean... She's the one who coined it's, it. It's <laughs> super true, and I think that's part of why I, I you know, I'm wearing two wearables yeah. on me right now as a dork that I am, you know? You haven't seen the ring. <laughs> I haven't seen it in real life. Yeah, in real That's life. Post I, I posted about it. But, the, you know, I wear these things and I do all of this self-experimenting, quote-unquote, because I don't really think it's too much experimenting. But, you know, I, I have, you know, supplements and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it has value for ways of, like, here's what made me feel better. But I'm, I'd be really careful in saying... This is anecdotal. Like, you can take what I've done, but it doesn't... Like, just because it's worked for me, it doesn't actually mean it's going to work for you. Exactly. And because it's only N equals 1, it means, um, like, fractions on, you know, like, a large randomized study of, like, here's a drug that someone's, you know, they took over 36 months or something. Yeah. Like, an actual medical study. And, and especially, too, like, placebo effect is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is. Which people also don't really... There's a lot of really well-written articles out there, which I'll probably have to link in this one because it's, like, 
placebo effect. Basically, for for those of you who are not initiated, is basically that if a drug doesn't make it to market, it's because it didn't outperform the placebo effect. Pretty Long much. story short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting that that even is a thing, right? Yeah. It's like if people think they're taking something that's supposed to help them, most of the time it helps them. Even if it's just sugar or if it's an active placebo, it's niacin. <laughs> Speaking of niacin with the N of one. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you... I told you about this? I am. So you know what I'm gonna... Did you try taking it? No. Okay, so N of one medicine. That's a great example. Here's a great example. I really so, love this. Where is this going? So Mike... Is obsessed, well, not anymore. He went on this big niacin kick. I know, he would talk about it almost every day. OMG. Me. So, anyway, <laughs> funny, funny aside, we so, ran out of niacin and he went God. He went and bought some and he accidentally bought extended release. So now we have all this niacin that Mike <laughs> doesn't want to use because it's extended release. Now I'm like, Mike, we could crush it. But, anyways, <laughs> I actually didn't tell him that. Now, great, I gave him an idea. <laughs> if um, he gets this far, it's an hour in. So. Uh, well, hey. He might. Work interesting people. Yeah, people he, might. I mean, I'm sure a, Mike will listen to the whole there's thing. There's a lot of information in this that I think people will gain there's a lot There's so from. many <laughs> more things we could have tangented on. We're going to have to come back. I want to do a podcast. We can talk about like hospice and palliative. Yeah, I think that sure would be can. a good one. Yes, And absolutely. I'm actually getting my hospice and palliative certificate. So in a couple weeks, maybe, uh, you can have a couple in between and then we can do like a really cool Yeah, that'd be thing. cool. Anyways. Back to niacin. Yes. So Mike was like, yeah, she's taking 500 milligrams. Now Mike's That's a, a lot. big muscular guy, though. I don't know if... Well, yeah, his metabolism is, like, ridiculous. Oh, my God. He's... <laughs> Mike is a... an He's an outlier. He really, he, he, really, he legitimately is. So he was taking 500 milligrams of niacin to get the flush. Yes. And he got really into it. You know, he, you and him are, like, best friends. Like, I know. <laughs> they, they're, like, little old ladies. They gab about everything. I know. Um... So he's taking it, getting the flesh, it's great, blah, 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 and then he's experimenting, taking it on an empty stomach, and all this nonsense. <laughs> so one day we came home from work, and I had taken it a couple times, you know, like yeah. either with, I took it once with food, it didn't do anything, and then I took it once in the sauna, and I think we just ate ramen, so it didn't do anything. Which makes um, sense. Yeah, but... I was taking it, and then one time I took it, got a nice light flush. So I'd only taken it like three times at this point, mm -hmm. and I hadn't really felt it. Yeah. You know? So then we came home from work, and I had not... It was busy, one of the busy days with blood transfusions, because this yeah. was, I think, over summer. Um, didn't eat, so I took a niacin. He's like, just take it on an empty stomach. Go get a really great flush. <laughs> he like took my... one. He, yeah, you know me. <laughs> he didn't take a break either. He didn't eat. He took it. He's fine. He gets this flush. He's happy. <laughs> I course. take it. Like, not five minutes later, I am so sick. I'm dizzy. I'm seeing stars. Okay, I'm super oh, no. nauseous. Right, I have I've heard eaten. all of these side effects before. I so. hadn't eaten, so I wanted to puke, but I couldn't puke. And I wanted to like I felt like I needed to clear my bowels, but I couldn't, <laughs> you know, because I hadn't eaten and I'm nauseous and I felt okay laying flat. But then I felt like I had to puke, so then I had to, like, get up and run to the bathroom. So I had him, like, his arm under me bringing me to the bathroom. Nothing's oh coming out. because The niacin's already, like, been, like... Absorbed, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's already been hydrolyzed in my mm. stomach. I learned that in my lecture I did Ooh. right before I came here. Nice. So the absor it's absorbed, and then it's whatever. So it's already out of my stomach at this point, and I'm... I wonder if there's a tolerancing that has to happen. I think there is, because... Yes. There is. You're right. And and I It's was like creatine just, almost. Yeah. I was taking a Mike dose on an empty stomach. I am yeah. not Mike. Right. I am not a Superman. You've taken it three times before that. On a not, full stomach. Yeah. 
So I'm done at least half that. I'm dying that. and I'm like laying and trying to puke and I can't puke and then um we're like trying to force bread down and it just yeah. makes me more nauseous, but I'm not puking. I'm like dry heaving, but my body like knows it needs the food to get rid of right. this niacin effect. And then I took like three ibuprofen. It's so weird. So it just goes to show you with this N of yeah. one thing, how one simple little vitamin. I mean, I mean it's a B vitamin. Yeah, it's, just, it's a B vitamin. It's a B twelve. No, I think it's six or three. Yeah, I think it's six. I think it's vitamin B six. I know it's divisible by three. Yeah, aren't they all? <laughs> I don't even know for sure. It's three or six. I don't remember um, which. I think it's six. Yeah, I mean, because so, like riboflavin's like yeah, three or something. yeah. I don't know. We're, don't don't quote yeah, me on this. I might be I mean, a nurse, but <laughs> but we're not doctors, and we don't play them on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> we're not nutritionists yeah. either. But yeah, no. I I mean, my experience with niacin is from pre-workout stuff, and basically. That's snuck in there because a lot of people want the feels, whatever it, that it means. It gives you the tingly. And it, yes. it's a blood. So what niacin really is is it's just a blood vessel dilator. So you usually feel it up in your ears mm-hmm. or in your nose, I think. Yeah. Or you, you do. I think some people even feel it in their lips. If like you're not tingle. overdosing on it, like I right, did that I know. Night. <laughs> and so I've, I mean, I did research on it for those reasons before, and I was like, this seems like bullshit because they basically they say if that's in your pre-workout, it. They're spiking it, basically. Mm -hmm. They're putting things in there to give you that feel Mm -hmm. that you really shouldn't be having regardless. Um, And then just like you said, it's just a B vitamin. So what are you really doing? Probably not a whole lot, especially if they use it as an active placebo for a lot of drug studies. (laughs) And the reality is your liver and your kidneys are just going to filter it out and your pee is going to be bright yellow. Right. That's what I was... Really. I mean, unfortunately, that's what most multivitamins kind of have. It really... Especially the workout ones. Like, when I take... Like, when you actually look at what's in your multi, and when I used to, like, lift and work out... I used to get a horse pill, like... Yeah, I would take these big, fat, like, (laughs) women's health bodybuilding multis, and within, like, two hours, I'd be peeing, like, bright yellow, and I'm like, whoa... Am I like that was the most expensive. <laughs> yeah, it was the most expensive <laughs> urine ever. <laughs> I, yeah, it's such a weird thing with the whole vitamin thing. Like the one I take now is called Athletic Greens and Shameless Plug because I think they're they're worth it. It's kind of got like a greens matrix in it with oh, like yeah. all basically it's like the the easiest way to explain it is it's got your entire serving of fruits and veggies and, like any accent profile. So it sounds worth it. Yeah, I mean it's expensive, but like you get. It's not just you minerals. You get what you're paying for, yeah. yeah. But you got like the entire, you know, there's a little bit of uh, probiotic in there, things like that too. So it's like all, all good things and it's like, well, odds are I'm not going to eat enough fruits and vegetables today. So might as well just do that and exactly. just be, you know, simplify it by one thing instead of having to buy like 10 different powders and whatever. Yeah. A green powder. <laughs> yeah, a multi A uh, fruit fish powder. Oil. Yeah, right. You have to do all of oils, Yeah. That. I mean, you could get so crazy with supplements and I'm just... I've gotten to the point where it's just like, I'll do a protein and I'll do like that athletic greens and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't think it's necessary to go overboard. And plus, I don't make that much money to be like, you know, buying that yeah. much a, like, to just every be month. wilding out on supplements. I mean, I've been there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Haven't we all? I know. I mean, there was a point where I was probably, I think I added it up. There was a point when I first got like super into it. It was like $200 a month mm-hmm. of just like, I'm going to try it. Like this creatine, a post-workout or pre-workout. Yeah. And, you know, like it's such a crazy thing too is like, I think that's how a lot of people get into health. They see bodybuilding supplements or whatever you call it, or supplement these, injury. these hot Instagram right. yeah, where they're holding, girls. They're holding or them. even the guys, you know. <laughs> but, like, I follow a lot of fitness girls on Instagram. Right. 
Um, and they're all and all they're all repping their own. Yeah, yeah, they're all sponsored and repping this brand, that brand. Yeah, I mean, um, like Jamie Eason has her own line. Yeah, she's a female. She's I've uh, heard of her recently. I don't know she's why. She's very cute. She's like an all American. She's one of the original ones mm-hmm. um, before it got really big. Right. Um, she's got her own line, and then like Jesse Hilgenberg is like does her own. She's got like this workout club. Right. And she's sponsored by NLA. That's and then a whole other one. Lai de Leon. Um, she's also sponsored by NLA. It's so like crazy. it's and I follow all of them, but right. I adore them. And then you have there's this chick from Australia. What's her name? Sweat with Kayla. Kayla. Her last name's like it's. It's like literally it scenes or something. Real? Oh, um, I, yeah. She has the Sweat with Kayla app. I follow her. You know, they're all repping their own thing. Right. And then you see these cute girls, and you're like, I want to look like them. Right. And then you're like, I'm going to buy their products. Yeah. Well, and I then, did. Or, yeah, of course. It worked. <laughs> of course it worked. You works. know how much NLA for her crap I have laying around? Because I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna look like Jesse Hilgenberg. I mean, it you just, know? <laughs> I mean, to me, it's just so crazy that the supplement thing is like a thing. Because it seems like almost everybody comes out with their own brand now. They do. And it, the, But the, the thing that's weird for me is, do those people do the tests to actually say what's in those things is actually in those things. Yeah. And probably 90% of them, no. Especially with the new ones. I mean, I remember when I was looking at, back when I had... I mean, they've gotten better, but... Yeah. (laughs) I forget the website, but there was this one website where you could pull up the supplement and it would tell you what percent was actually what it was claiming it was. Oh, really? But I... This was years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Back when I was actually on, like, bodybuilding.com. Right, yeah. Surfing through. I've gotten to know. that point where I don't even care. I don't even. See, I have like stuff. Like, yeah, no. My... Well, yeah, I canceled my gym membership and I. Oh really? Take like a Shackley multivitamin every day, <laughs> you know, and I yeah. walk Sawyer. Yeah, it's not... I mean, you don't really need to do a lot, and it, it, that's the other thing about being healthy for me is kind of like not even. You don't need to go die, and I mean you've run marathons before. So I almost you, died. <laughs> I know. But, like, I just think there's a point where you have to realize, like, cool, it's great to push yourself every so often, but you don't need to do it every day. And there's kind of a point of diminishing returns where it's like, well, am I going to spend, you know, three hours in the gym every day? Or is that going to start taking away from... Unless that's what the fuck you want to do, which is fine, more power to you. Yeah. But Or do you want to just focus on what is the minimum effective dose that you can do to be able to keep your joints all loosey-goosey or whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do? Can you do a squat, you know, and bend over without hurting your lower back? Because those are the things that are going to take you out. And I can't can't squat without hurting my lower back. So I do these ones. I do my... The goblet squat? Goblet squat. Well, I mean, that's even fine. Like, it's just making sure that the... What is it called? But it's the only way I can keep my back straight. Like, I was working out with my little brother, Tony, again, the wrestling coach. (laughs) Um, God, a couple years ago, and I was doing the squats. He's like, yo, he's like, your form is off. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, this dude told me that at the gym, but I was like, you're wrong. I did weightlifting gym in high school. (laughs) Um, And my brother's like, do these goblet squats, and then it'll help your form. You also might have tight psoas muscles. Whatever. Which is, it's basically the stuff that connects your pelvis to your... Probably. The, the, Probably. Those deep tissue muscles that are either yeah. on, the, they're on the lower back here, and then they, they're the connected tissue deep mm-hmm. in the hip flexor. Like, yeah. Right, mine is tight. I can feel it right here. And so that over there is called the so right, P-S-O-R-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. And so you lay on it, 
and it's supposed to loosen the psoas muscles. It's a creepy little. It looks really on the creepy, floor. but it works. Since you guys can't see through our yeah, faces. that's why I spelled it out. It looks so. cool though. It just, I mean, it, it looks like if you're laying on it, I could see it. Yeah, it's, it's like a. I also have a mini version that you can use for the back of your neck, where it gets oh. real. Oh my god, I love this thing. Is like my favorite little thing. So it's a still right. So mini. you lay on it, or you just poke no, yourself? you can just you can just poke yourself. With oh, because because so my thing is I do so many pull ups and push ups. My neck. So many. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Mike joke. Mike joke. You said it as you. It only took me over an hour. To get one <laughs> it's in. okay, but no, like since I'm always doing pull-ups and dips, the the this feels good. Then I get knots like right at the base of my skull, right where the neck meets the skull, basically. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm like ah I don't know how to do it, and I I bought that thing and it just how much was this? That's fifteen dollars off of Amazon. Totally worth it. In I my would opinion. almost buy this, and I would like pay my sister just to just, <laughs> to just poke my neck with this for you five can, minutes. I mean, a day. you can lay on it too, on the ground. It's, but you know, it's just so satisfying when someone else. I know. Does. You know, right. it's like cooking. Right. You know, if I made a burger for myself, or even if I had you make it, even if you didn't know what the heck you were doing, right, <laughs> it would probably taste way better. Because someone else did it someone because else, you didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, it's like same thing with a massage. Yeah. Like you can get a back scratcher and scratch away, like, but I have one another one. Yeah, over there. it feels so much be- like even if someone else just does a ha- half as good a job yeah. as you would do yourself. <laughs> yeah, dude, I should do. I, I love that thing. Yeah. And you can use it on like your elbows or like wherever. It's, yeah. Like, forearms too, like Mike. Mike is that's another another one of oh, Mike's yeah. things. It's super into forearms. He's into forearms. Training. Right now, I don't know. He he has like the strength, and now he'll still have a six pack too because that's just. <laughs> I lifted forearms today, but I got a six pack. Got a I don't know what. Ha- <laughs> I know he's nuts. Oh, this is great. I'm gonna buy one of those. Yeah, I mean it's the best fifteen dollars ever made. I know I mean, that one is way more expensive, but yeah, but that I, one, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean I find all the weird types. So you spot. just lay on that thing. Yeah, and you can use it on like your hip flexors or the what is this one? The IT band. To, How do, do I lay? So you just lay like. Well, you need a block if you're doing Here, the IT band. Give me this little guy. So, do I lay this way or this way? Uh, flat, like stomach or back. And then I lay my. No, your your like the muscle is like on the where the muscles here with the. But my leg would fall right in there. Oh, no, maybe I'm fat enough. No, for the well for the <laughs> IT band you just pick one side. So like you so for if I'm okay. using the, if I'm using the so little you pick, one you just pick like that side of it you know. Okay. Or you could even do it like that, you where it's could. following the IT band. Or I could just gain some weight, and then I can oh, yeah. eat all of it. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea to just... I'll eat a Portillo's cake for dinner, oh, and then I'll fit. I'm hungry now. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, I don't know. I just buy all these, like, things, because I think stretching and mobility slash agility are, like, way more important than being, able, than being able to lift, like, weights. They are. Because, like, you can, like, deadlift 300 pounds, and it's great for achievement, you know, meatheads out there, oorah, whatever. But, like, <laughs> Joe, if you're listening, because he, text, he texts us every day, he's like, I just PR'd today. Yo. Yeah. Good job, Joe. Yeah, I know. But, like, Joe, come home so we can go have ramen. Oh, I think he'll be back at the end of February, so by the time this is out, probably. All right, so <laughs> later this week, Joe, yeah. see you then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just try to find the things, because, like, I work out maybe, so my average workout is probably between 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour at most, is like what I do. And it's more, like now it's turned into kind of like a 10, 15 minute warm-up run, kind of like pace, and then I do like a weightlifting workout, mostly with like compound lifts, trying to just activate as many muscle groups as possible. At once, yeah. Because of like kettle, your butt. Yeah, kettlebell swings, things like that. Yeah. Because I just don't, I just don't enjoy doing strict bodybuilding anymore i really don't it takes too much time and it's boring and then well i'm mostly my problem is that that it's just so it's just so crowded 
And so if I, like, have... Because yeah. I used to be, like, kind of guy who was, like, I gotta have my set schedule. Like, Monday is this day, Tuesday yeah. is that day, you know, and I'm gotta... Everything's gotta be locked in. I gotta do this thing after this thing and, you know, yeah. kind of like how Joe does it. And I just can't... I just can't do it anymore. It just... I'm just, like, there's too many people here. I hate people. I want to just be able to get in here and get out and... Most people still haven't figured out kettlebells are legit, so I always have kettlebells around. And yeah. <laughs> and mostly because I, I would love to be able to work out here at home. It just doesn't work, like, as a cognitive space. I know. As soon as I get home, I'm like, I'm not working on anything. Unless we're going to maybe... Unless it's a podcast. Yeah, we're going to put, um... Because our new house... I know, that's exciting. Which, when this comes out, we should be in. Ooh. Actually sleeping there? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um... We have like an unfinished. Too. You saw the unfinished. Yeah. Did you see the basement yeah. of the, he, he, the basement's basement? He told me the he to, took me through the grand tour of everything. Yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's a lot more space than I we expected. might finish it, but in the meantime, we might just get like foam. Yeah, crap. just put like the and, like, protective mats. On yeah, the and then get like him. A, he wants a pull up bar. Of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> and then like kettlebells or like a like a weight for just goblet squats. Right. Just like little shenanigans yeah because i canceled my gym membership i think it's ridiculous it really is i mean especially i, I actually heard this really cool like gym etiquette thing is you only so it'd be like a startup idea but you only have to pay the gym for if you don't show up the day you said you're going to show up oh right doesn't that sound cool because it kind of makes you accountable for when you want to go then yeah so then you like i don't know you pick like a week before yeah. And then you're like, all right, so like, you know, say you get like an email or a text message or an app for that gym. And yeah. Like, hey, what days do you plan on being here today or this week? And you can still, you know, as long as you don't switch it right before, like yeah. you have a grace period or something, you can still switch your schedule depending. Yeah. But as long as you say, hey, I'm going to go to be here these days, you know, you scan your little barcode tag. Yeah. And it says, congratulations, you're here. You don't know anything. That's a good idea. That's or okay. if you log like X amount of minutes. Right. Oh, yeah. If you want to take it to another level. You have tiered memberships then, right? So yeah. You, so you have, like, the low level of, like, do you just show up? And then it's like, oh, do you want to, like, you know, minimum half hour kind of thing? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's kind of like that <laughs> app. I don't know if it's still a thing. I never did it where you work out, and then if you don't work out, you have to pay the app money. Oh, really? Oh, no, I've heard of... remember that? There's, like, some apps like that where it's, like, you... you make bets or something like yeah you have like a challenge you challenge yourself to something yeah. and if you don't com complete your challenge you like donate to a charity you hate yeah i've heard of that before. yeah like you link your fitbit or something i remember because when i used to run a lot i think malcolm like, gladwell had said some did something like that he probably did because he did something where he, you know he does those weird experiments where he like lived the bible for a life or like for a whole month or something yeah um and he had, I think he did one where he's basically, if he didn't do one of the thing, like some, I forget the challenge, but it was on a podcast I listened to. But basically, like if he didn't do it, he motivated himself by his friend had to donate, like he had to donate his own money to like uh, a Nazi uh, organization of some sort. There's still Nazi organizations? Oh, there's anything. If this flat earth is a thing. <laughs> uh, you never know. <laughs> the internet is a weird place. I know, it really is. <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff you've showed me. Oh, yeah, there's... The, the Tostinos song. Totinos, Totinos. <laughs> I had to bring How it up. How did you know? I just had to bring it up because it's it's such a it's such a you thing. I know. Well, it's funny because... Well, well whatever. <laughs> Meme party. That's why we and, me and Herrera got to get on here together. Yeah. Even yeah. though I'm not funny today, I am funny. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride lately with just experimenting with all the things. Like I've been texting Mike about I've been doing a mindset course online. Ooh. So it's called like finding your finding your best. And so it's like ba- it's from um high performance psychologist. He's the okay. psychologist for the Seattle Seahawks. He oh. started this company with Pete Carroll, who's the head coach of the Seahawks, called yeah. Compete to Create. And so they have like these mindset course. Compete. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, keep going. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but uh, I got it for, like, the Christmas time, like, super discounted to try the course. And so I've been doing it, and it's, like, been really fun to challenge myself in different ways. Being, like, we had to, like, come up with a mental, like, a philosophy for ourselves, Like, to orient your life or, like, your, your I guess, compass, I guess you'd kind of call it. Mm. And so I was able to come up with, and I texted Mike and all the dudes when I first came up with it. And what I got out of it was... um. It's be present, be curious, and be authentic. Hey, that's good. Yeah, and I, I thought it was really good. And, like, at first I was really hung up on, like, the the last one. It was, in like, inspire or something. And I was like, mm, that doesn't feel right. Like, it just, because I don't think I'm an inspirational person. I think I can auth- offhandedly be inspirational by being authentic to who I am. <laughs> exactly. But I don't think, like, being in- inspirational seems way too, like, oh, I'm so better. I'm better than you. Yeah. And I don't think I'm better than anybody. <laughs> no one's better than anybody. I know, that's my point. Like, Well, you're better at me at being Eric. Well, well. yeah, right, I'm good at being me. But not, maybe, I don't know. Authentic. Yeah, I guess, kind of. <laughs> Boom. I don't know, and then it just kind of fell out of it, so I came up with one for the feeding curiosity, and so that one is, it's just three words, and it's think, question, synthesize. Yeah. Well, that is what you do on here. I know, that's the whole point, and it's so, like, people can learn, and, like, you can think about something, and you can question what you know about it, or question what you hear on here, because I'm full of shit, and then synthesize something Everything we've said is a lie. Exactly. Illuminati. <laughs> but yeah, it's just been like really fun to come up with that and probably by the, yeah, by the time this one will be out, we'll have will be one year of podcasting. One year? It took me a year. Well, wow. to- total. Well, it's like some of those months it was like the first one came out February like 9th or something like that and then we mm, pause. And then we like it has been a long time. And then yeah, but there was like a like a 4 to 6 month period where it was like maybe one a month and mm-hmm. then it was like a three-month period where there was none, and then I kind of got to the point where it's like, I'm going to do this for real now. Yeah. And then I just had, since I, like, fully committed, I had one a week, basically, since then. That's awesome. Since, like, October, maybe. You say I'm busy. You're busier than I am. School, work, podcast, reading. Reading. Listening to podcasts. I know. Doing this mind thing. <laughs> I love it, though. Like, I was just, like, the, the mindset. Playing Heroes of the Storm on I, top of it. I don't play that much anymore. <laughs> I haven't really been playing either. No. It might really hasn't. No. Like, well, that game, it died for me, so it's kind of like, yeah. they, they, but pulled, still g- they game, pulled funding. Yeah, I try not, I honestly haven't been able to, since they, like, pulled funding for Heroes of the Storm, it kind of, like, the veneer of gaming has kind of just... Not as great. It just doesn't feel the same, because yeah. I'm like, eh, this is a waste of time. Yeah. Plus, I just kind of enjoy reading more, and, like, because it's, like... It's, like, weird because I think part of what makes doing podcasts interesting is by reading and doing other things to be able to talk about it. Or you can talk about, yeah. You know, because, like, because I don't, I don't know, it just doesn't, like, if I didn't do those things, I don't think it would work. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it makes it more interesting. Otherwise, we're going to sit here and talk about 
oh wow, I almost <laughs> won Fortnite <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, right. I, I came I, in second. Like, and plus we've been like trying to do other more interesting things. Like, one of the ones we've been trying, or not interesting things, like other types of stuff. So we did one that just came out this week, uh, which is the third week of January, which is we did a discussion on Interstellar, the movie. Who were you with? We, me, me, Joe, and Jordan did it. Did you thumbnail that? Yes. It just came out this week. But I literally creeped feeding curiosity. Yeah. I, I put it up Diana, yesterday. Diana, Jordan, and Herrera? No, it's just a picture. For, no, Jordan and Joe. Oh. It's just, it's, but it's not them on it. It's a picture from the movie. It's a oh, still. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. I did see it's that. It's a still from the movie. So I just remember I was jealous of the one with Herrera and... Uh, Jordan. Jordan. I was like, that... That would have been fun. Yeah. To that, just sit there and watch those it was, faces. That one was less less fireworky than I expected it really? to. Really? Yeah. I, I was expecting Herrera and Jordan to go at it each other mm. the whole time. They and they didn't. didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to do it again sometime. Well, we will. Yeah, I know. But no, like, it, it's just been fun to be able to do, like, we did, like, we watched the movie together and then we took notes on it and then discussed it. Like, you we were doing, like, rhetoric of cinema. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so dorky. Well, that's such a good, I mean, that would be a good movie to... Right. I mean, then that's the whole point is just try to find things that we can stir curiosity and things. Because I think storytelling in, in any way, like we were, like how we opened it with The Emperor of All, All Maladies is like... Oh, I love that book. If you can disguise... It's a hard read, but it's yeah. worth it. Like, but if you, I think if you can disguise, you know, something that's really not fun to learn about, right? Like you could... I mean, you've dealt with health or uh, nursing textbooks for a long oh time. Oh, my God, I know. They're the most dry I can b just imagine because I've had engineering textbooks. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, if you can disguise something with good storytelling around it, like cancer history, basically, yeah. you can really learn a lot that you really wouldn't expect to learn, and I, I, I think that's what makes it cool about doing some of this stuff because the stories we tell, at least in, like, movie format, have just as much value to be able to pick apart and be like, here's what we're, we interpret their scenes we're going for, like yeah. what are the feelings we can do and things like that. And yeah. just being able to understand things at different levels, like, you know, as, as you could probably tell by the conversation is psychology and that kind of stuff is kind of one of my interests. And me and Joe were talking and he's like, dude, you should go to a uh, master's program or something now. I'm like, Pfft. Yeah, you're like, dude, I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost to the finish line of the first I know. one, man. And it's, it's, it's Weird and, like, you know, the logical step for me would probably be MBA and stuff like that. And I'm like, that sounds boring as hell. It does. And I I think if I had to commit to picking something now, it would be, like, neuro neuroscience or something. Mm -hmm. if, if I were to do anything, I would be, what can I do to that would leverage my engineering base already and then put it into a new category that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or at least that's not as intuitive on the outset. That you would still, like, enjoy. Yeah. Because enjoy. because I yeah. think it's, I think that's part of where where my thing is at because like I've been super interested in like meditation lately yeah and Mike is like really helpful with that because oh because he because well, he comes from a whole different baseline yeah you know Mike is all feely woo woo oh, <laughs> as you he more. sure is <laughs> and me and him we butt heads with it all the time oh me and him butt heads too <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I I'm like dude I'm like back up man you're like I'm like you're losing me you're like you gotta say it a different way <laughs> yeah. And I just try to find it in, in like, see those kind of things in, in different ways. And it's been helpful and just, I don't know, the human brain's a weird, weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just had this idea. What's that? I, what if instead of doing, well, I want to talk about death and dying. Right. This is my ADD kicking in. 
That's what I, I live off of ADD. I know, right? <laughs> it's what fuels me and you and Mike. Yeah, I know. Um, we should we should test out because we're talking about Mike here, butting mm-hmm. heads, and he went through this diet phase. Remember when he had to diet? diet yeah, right. Diet? More, more end of one stuff. <laughs> yeah, we should sample. Well, I don't know if I want to even do this. We could sample and do like one week vegan, Ooh. one week like keto or something, right. one week and then paleo, talk about it, and then talk about and like journal. Yeah, that'd be super cool. And then cool. we can all sit down. Yeah, like me, you, and him can do it because I know we would do it. Yeah, right. Like that'd would, be kind of fun. I would want other people, but I just. I just don't know if people are committed enough. Wouldn't even want to do yeah. that, you know. There's not many people that like to mess around with their diet. Yeah, <laughs> and then we can we can like lay it out. That'd be so. And cool. then we can sit down and talk about it. Yeah, like the the guy Peter Tia that I was telling you about in the beginning. His, one of his so he's like a self experimenter too. Mike, yeah. I've showed Mike him before, and he's like, I want to be like him one well, day. Well, that's me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and he he does this thing that he's he's coined it the Nothing Burger. Oh. And so it's a keto fasting keto week three week cycle. Yeah, it's, fr- it's it's ridiculous. But since he's a doctor and an MD, he does his own serum counts. Like, yeah, I guess. He, he takes his own blood and you can, does yeah. measurements on it and stuff. And he has three uh, glucose monitors. Yeah. You know, that he checks his ketones and says. Yeah. <laughs> or glucose measurements That's and stuff. That's cool. It's really cool. And it's like, he's, because people ask him, like, so what do you, like, so is this the best protocol for uh, like a fasting protocol or something? And he's yeah. like, he's like, honestly, there's so many different permutations of fasting you can do, you know, like duration of your fast, how many days you do your fast. It is, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Or like, yeah. you know, is it just limited calorie fast or is it just water only fast? Or like clear water. liquid fast. Right, yeah. Like, wa- I, that's I why just, I said water only kind of stuff. Yeah, like, I was doing... Um, eat, stop, eat. I don't know if it was him, but me and this one of my coworkers. Eat, stop, eat. I've never heard that. Yeah, one. so it's a it's a type of fasting diet where two days a week you choose a twenty four hour block to mm-hmm. not eat. Okay. You can have clear, calorie free liquids. So okay, so basically water. Water, um, like one cup of coffee. It's not calorie free, but right. if you don't add anything. Um, it's just a black, diuretic. It's so a black coffee. Just black, yeah. Yeah. And you can oh, have. There's, there's so much debate when it comes to caffeine or coffee I because know. people are like, well, technically your 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 stomach is secreting enzymes that yeah, you know, but blah, I blah, withdraw blah. without caffeine, and then I'll end up having to take like pain meds, which really? then you can't take on an empty stomach. I mean, you can, but right. So caffeine know. is such a weird thing for me, as I've written an article called Rethinking Caffeine, because <laughs> I, I don't think we should be taking stimulants or things that are quote-unquote psychoactive yeah. all the time, because it's like, you know, the baseline of the half-life of it caffeine is, is six I'm hours. It is, but I'm addicted to it. Right. And that's, I think, what people don't realize. So I did, I've done multiple one-month fasts of no caffeine, and those first two days are a son of a bitch. The first 24 hours are fine. It's the forty the forty eight hours after you don't take oh, it. Oh, you think you're dying. And my head is like hurting, and I just want to mm-hmm. sleep and curl into a ball for about four hours. Usually around, so my average caffeine like normal twenty four hour caffeine intake is like two p.m. is my cutoff. I try to cut it off early and be cognizant of it. Oh, that's when I'm just starting. And I and I usually so right around there. So it's like right around four p.m. My brain is like, hey fucker, where's my caffeine? You yeah. son of a bitch. And then here's the even crazier part. So. I only have my cre- caffeine from my pre-workout, but my brain is like, if I if I purposely don't buy more of it right after I run out, my brain's like, literally, I I know I go into these thought patterns, and my brain's like, hey, you know, you're gonna be going out for lunch, and you're gonna be close to the GNC where you can get your more pre-workout, and I'm like, 
I don't need that. And it, it'll just make up excuses of yeah. why I need to go get more. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? It's ridiculous. I don't know how... Like, it's crazy. It's... I, I don't even, like, enjoy like, caffeine. Like, I don't even, need, like, need it. Yeah. But it's, it's... But it just, like, calls your name. It's like, come... It's like a, it's it's a, like a siren. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's you gotta like tie a... yourself to a mast and be like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's, I remember the dare classes we had in, like, fifth grade. Yeah. Where I remember the cops, like, does anyone think... Caffeine is a drug. Coffee. You know your mom drinks coffee. Is that a drug? <laughs> My parents don't drink coffee. Really? Yeah. So I've never seen this, but I do did know what coffee was because the teachers are always drinking. Right. It. Of course. And we're like, it's not a drug. He's like, it is a drug. It's very addictive. And you know, <laughs> it's, in, it's, in, it's nursing crazy school did this addictive. to me. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Studying all day, kind yeah. of stuff, exams, whatnot. Yeah. I don't know. I just. My other addiction right now is, like, not addiction, but, like, figuring out sleep. Yeah. Basically, basically like, my new thing is optimizing a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. So, basically, figuring out a routine that you can do at the beginning of your day and the end of your day so that you feel as refreshed as possible going to each day. Sleep hygiene. Basically. I have a new light. It's so exciting. It's called a wake-up light. Ooh. So, it's like a little lamp. It's about the size of our microphone here, roughly. Yeah. And so, it's, it's like an orange orange warm light basically and it's basically a glorified alarm clock but you have two different modes on it so you turn on the light and when you start when you turn it on it looks like an orange sun okay and it's warm and it's like friendly and it's great so I, you and then you can turn on a sleep timer so as it's trickling as it's setting the light changes color to It'll like a fake yeah Ooh. and so the idea is that because of all the computer screens and stuff like yeah. that we have we're bombarded by blue light. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, I know. And I've talked about this all the time, and so I'm, you know. I have blue light glasses, yeah. too. Yeah, so I got the computer blue light blocking glasses. Oh, yours are fancier than well, mine. Well, yeah, these are the gaming ones, oh, of course. Yeah. They're Heroes of the Storm. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> since, since we mentioned it before. I think this might be the first time I've ever mentioned it on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, but just really quick, we've probably bought, like, six pairs. Yeah. And we lose them or break them because yeah. we, we wear them so much. Yeah, And so, they help. They oh, help. they really do. I can't believe it because, like, I put them on... Probably, like, as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'll put them on if I'm going to be working on the computer Yeah, anytime. I'm going to go home and study, and I'll <laughs> pop them on. And I usually wear, yeah, I try to put them on at, like, 8, and then if I'm doing anything now with the wake-up light, it'll, it'll like, make me go to, like, I'll put it, turn it on, and then I turn off my room light and use that as my reading light. Yeah. And so as it sets, it's like you come to a natural start, stopping. Go to sleep, little baby. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's kind of like you have a natural stopping point of your reading. Yeah. Because, like, you, it gets to a point where it's just too dark, and you're like, I just... It's just not Let's easy. Go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, it's just not easy enough to read, and you just you know roll over and that's it. <laughs> like it's yeah. pretty cool. And then the wake up part of it is it. So the the other part is that w- being woken up by an alarm, like the standard alarms on our phone, are too harsh, and so mm-hmm. it'll wind up spiking cortisol when you wake up. You know, everyone knows that. Make you break out. Everyone knows that one. Yeah. Cortisol is the stress hormone. And so the idea is that the, the they have, like, soft alarms, they kind of call them. So okay. the, the lamp wakes up slowly, and then it does, like, chirping birds or wind chimes or something. So oh. it's like, ah, I'm being woken up by the morning sun. And it's actually been, like, I've used it for the last three days, and I've been really, really consistent with waking up lately. And I just feel happier. Which is such a, you know, that's a squishy metric. But Cinderella <laughs> and her birds wake you up. But no, it's like, it's really cool to like kind of have, you know, being woken up by sun, especially because like right now it's been oh snowy and gray and for the last ice. week. Yeah, so like, I don't know, just be, being like by something that's kind of warm and sun-like-ish is pretty, 
it's a good change of pace. <laughs> How much was it? I got the most expensive model. It was like 120 Oh, I guess it's not that bad. Not really. It's the most expensive. That was the most expensive I could see if one. that's the cheapest one, I'd be like, No, eh. that's the most expensive one. Because it has the most, like, the widest range of... Of what you can do with of it. Of the lighting, basically. You would, like... Do you have the Flux app on any of your computers? Uh, mo all of these computers have a nighttime mode that I turn on. Oh, they do. So yeah. I looked at this Because that's a Mac, right? The I have it on Mike's gaming computer. Oh, really? Interesting. Um... I haven't put it on my gaming computer because it's so old. Right, it yeah. It just died while I was in the middle of the game, really? like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, boy. But it's called Flux. I don't I, I don't know how I found this. I think I found it when I was at Wisconsin, actually. Mm -hmm. But you can set it for what time the sun is going to set outside. Yeah. And then it takes the lights of your background, and it slowly starts to do, like, a orangey-yellow. Yeah. And then... It'll you tell it what time you want to wake up, and then say your work. You wake up at five to do mm -hmm. homework. The sun's gonna rise at seven. It'll yeah. start yellow and slowly turn into the blue light for you. Oh, that's cool. But you can set what you want daytime and nighttime to yeah. be. Yeah, it kind of slows down the computer. Yeah, like I mean that makes sense. If you're playing games like Destiny or like yeah, any more process colors, intensive stuff. But where you need the colors to see the quality of your gun. Like, right. I turn it off when I'm going to play Fortnite because right. you just can't see as well. Yeah. Like, that computer over there should be in nighttime mode. Yeah. So I don't know if you can... It's... You, you I'm sure the newer... Like, my laptop is from... I think I got it in 2012. Right. I mean, that makes sense because all it's like all the newer operating systems kind of have, have the them. newer stuff. Even Mike's nice yeah. computer. Even these phones all have it on yeah. nighttime mode yeah. turned on and I can set it. Yeah. It's got, like, it's Ryan's hand-me-down that Mike has, which yeah. is still old. I think it's, like, five, six years old. His. Yeah. So ours, I had to install this. Right. And it's nice when you're just, like, typing papers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's useful. Yeah. I think it's, I think it really helps. But that light's ice cool. Train. I'm going to investigate that. Yeah, it's called the, it's called a wake-up light by Philips is oh, the brand. That. And they it have looks like this is good lighting. Yeah, and they have uh, th I think the cheapest model is like forty. Oh, that's not bad. But it just I, it just doesn't do as much mm. as this one. But I'll it's have like to look it up. It's whatever. Really, yeah. It really is like, you know, that's just me because I'm like, well, if I'm gonna do this, I'm definitely gonna talk about it because I think this is like the third time I've talked about it already. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if I go with the more expensive one and there's options for other people, cool. Yeah. You know, and that, that was one of the books that I read recently is Why We Sleep. It's so good. It's so good. Basically, it's like, if you don't get enough sleep, you're screwed. Not really screwed, but like... But you are. Yeah. You <laughs> are. So it's like, the, and then the other one, the sports and performance psychologist, his thing is like, basically, if you say you're not sleeping as much as you could be, you're choosing to be less, like, lower your performance. Like, yeah. He, he calls it, sleeping is the number one performance enhancing drug. And so I'm like, okay, cool. That's, like, all I needed to hear. You yeah. Know? <laughs> sure, I'll sleep. I mean, how many of us grew up with, like, being, like... I, I'll, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, or, like, I only get six hours of sleep and wear, like, a badge of honor when yeah. we were in, like, high school, right? Yeah. Like, everybody did, everybody said stuff. It's like, you're, like, if you said, oh, I like to sleep, everyone's like, oh, what are nerd. You? Or, like, are you, what are you being a bitch for? Stuff yeah, like that. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I, so it's just crazy to me, like, now that all the science is coming out with all this stuff, it's just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm gonna get my sleep. I'm gonna get as much sleep as I can every I know. day. <laughs> I know. I'm probably gonna go home and go right to sleep. No, I gotta do some homework. Yeah, I gotta do. But, a, I gotta do a quiz before. Then, I... <laughs> oh dang! No, it's only five questions, so it's oh, not okay. even a thing. Alright. I see. That's a, that's the problem with my classes. Well, not a problem with my classes right now, but it's like last semester for me, and it's all like degree specific elective stuff. Yeah. So it's like uh, applicable, but in like five years applicable. Like yeah. You know, it'll be like when I'm a manager type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever even decide to commit yeah. to that. Yeah. 
because I don't like sitting behind desks. I know. It's just... Like, like this is as much as, like, I want to sit behind a desk yeah. <laughs> doing a podcast ever. Yeah. Because, like, I want to be doing, you know, for the remaining, what, 12 hours we're awake usually or so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends. It's like 12 to 16 hours we're awake, yeah. roughly. <laughs> should At least it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect, perfect world. <laughs> yeah, I know my dad sleeps, like, four hours a night. That's crazy. But I do remember learning that certain ages don't really need as much as sleep. You, as you age, your sleep yeah. lowers you. Usually, and the problem is, is that the melatonin cycle that our, we work on. Yeah. So the reason, like, so when, you know, when we're, like, teenagers, the, the circadian rhythm as a teenager is pushed farther back. So that's why our parents are yelling at us to go to sleep early. And we're like, no! Yeah, it's because our circadian rhythm is, is shifted backwards. So we should really be starting, like, going to bed at, like, 11 as teenagers and then getting up at, like, 8 or 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Rather than getting up at 6 a.m. Because our circadian rhythms yeah. are not tuned we're not tuned to the adult world basically yeah, yeah. i remember reading something i don't i don't even remember what it is I'll, I'll have to send you the joe rogan podcast with the author of that book yes because it's really good yeah it's one of my favorites send it to me i actually had one of my co-workers buy that book after i wrote about it oh yeah <laughs> yeah what was it? i, I want to say denmark denmark just so many like innovative it's all those like icelandic countries i know they're all like ahead of the curve yeah <laughs> yeah like the vikings up there um they, first of all, Denmark pays people to go to college. That's nice. Which we were diving in Philippines, and there was this guy from Denmark telling us oh, that. Really? And I showed him how much I did the conversion on my phone. Like, this is how much in Denmark dollars it would cost. You to go to school? Me to go to school in the U.S. Like, oh, okay. If you were going to... I was like, if you were going to translate Denmark money to U.S. money and then pay to go to college in the U.S., this yeah, is right. how much it would cost. And he was like, What? You know, yeah, he's, he's like, we away. get paid to go to college in Denmark. Like, it's not even a question. Huh. And I'm like, whoa. That's interesting. Like, why am I paying? I know, right? So, <laughs> like, I'm still paying off my undergrad. And I know, I've been throwing it. money at it. Yeah, You know, right. I'm not even doing a standard payment plan. I'm almost done. I should be done by the end of 2019. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick compared to some kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had coworkers of mine who's like, he got hired on as like a, a sales rep one time. He's like... I think he was, like, 28 at the time, and he's like, yeah, I know friends of mine that are now, like, in their 30s, and they became doctors or lawyers or whatever, oh. and he's like, he's like, yeah, they just finished school, you know, at, like, 28 to 30, and now they have their school debt, but then life happens, you know, they're getting married, they're having families. Yeah, especially and then the they females have... going to med school, you know? Right. <laughs> you can either struggle with a kid in med school, or wait, oh. and then you're... It's just such a crazy thing. And then you're going to be 50 with a 15-year-old, you know? Right. Or even worse. And that's why I'm worried about going back to school maybe more, because, like, that just puts me farther and farther behind. Well, I would say, like, me, I mm. went now so that I'll be done. So that Fair. I won't be worried about, like, a kid with grad school. Fair. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair. Yeah. I just don't... You know me in school. I know. I know. It's I've like learned, a, as I've just talked about all this stuff, I learned almost none of this was done in a standard classroom. I know. Life. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> right. You can, but you can even get the textbooks and just teach yourself. Yeah. You don't even, and all we have to do is pay for the teacher to like give a, us a, a certificate mark. of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. Or just be like, oh yeah, they, they can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are they are competent enough to Expensive understand Expensive piece of paper, I tell you. I know. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's a, I don't know that's part of the other part of this is like being able to teach people because it's like, and it's like the I I'm trying to think of the way to word it because I just thought of it right now. But it's like the the closed like that lock that was the university, you know, because they were the the keepers of knowledge, right? That yeah. whole thing. I don't think that that is gone 
Mm-hmm. Totally gone. Very, you know, it's like the emperor has those clothes almost now. And so unless you're going to like a Big Ten school, I can see why. But then, I mean, you just get a fancy piece. It's a fancier right, piece of paper. I but, I, I mean, really, realistically, it's the people you meet that make it, make it worth it. It is. And if you have a specific you know teacher what? who's going to spark something in you. Right. Like, like I had um, Craig Stetner, who actually um, passed away. I know. I saw the... the the stuff when you guys were yeah I think you guys had just left I posted a sad oh, yeah, was, yeah. thing about him I couldn't sleep one night and then I finally I asked Mike if he knew him and he's like yeah dude that's yeah. who I went with I'm like we fuck went to Co- Mike went to Costa Rica with him twice I went with him three times Dang. he's a very good friend of mine um and he drowned he got caught in a riptide I just was wondering because it didn't say there was like little easily <laughs> the most influential one of if yeah. not the most influential teacher I've ever had. And he only taught me one study abroad class. Really? And then we just became friends. You didn't have him as a, like an actual professor or anything like I that? I never took his class. That's awesome. I met him because <laughs> I was very involved in biology. Yeah. But he taught environmental bio. Yeah. And when I was taking science at Harper, I was doing like pre-med slash nursing. Right, you were kind of not sure where you were You know, going. environmental <laughs> sciences don't count for anything. Thing, which is sad. Ugh. It's very sad. I really want to get someone on here who knows a lot about environmental stuff. Well, I would say Craig. I know. But all I have is what he. T- oh, my friend Jen. <gasps> Can we get Jen on here? Sure. She if is. She wants to. She is. She's brilliant. I. She, I will her. talk to anybody. She and, everybody. and she. She's got a good story. She's got a really great... Oh, yeah. Cards. More, more cards. Jen, I'm going to send you this when it goes live, and we're going to get you on here to talk about mushrooms. <laughs> not the... Not, not well, the psychoactive. Not psychoactive, but she is like a... Is she a mycologist? She is... She's not a mycologist. <laughs> well, she is, except she doesn't have the piece of paper. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So she has done a lot of self-teaching. So she's still technically a biologist? Yeah. <laughs> but just... That, not she, the specified version she, of it? Well, she, um, she like, self She's so brilliant, which a lot of it is just that she has taught herself. The way, like, you are brilliant, but it's because you've taught yourself by reading. Yeah. You know, she gets the textbooks. She'll read the textbook. That's so cool. (laughs) She's, and she would totally, she has two little daughters, but I'm sure she'd be able to, she would be an interesting one. That'd be awesome. And it would be cool because you don't know each other, you know? Like, we're friends, so it changes the tone of the podcast. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, That's still neat, yeah, though. She's cool. I'm trying to think of other like environmental. Yeah, people. I mean, it, I, I mean, I have a new professor over my classes because it's like energy stuff, like uh-huh. powers like for buildings and things like yeah. that. And I'm like, we're sitting in this class, and it's like I only can have a frame of reference since I've worked in a you know a lab building for a while, and yeah. I kind of understand it cursorily. Mm-hmm. And then like the rest of my class kind of sits there like, and blinks. You know, like, yeah. you know, frog frog eyes or whatever. They just don't know how to think. He says things and it just, yeah. you, you can slap him in the face. Either slaps him or just flies right over. Yeah, it. either one. And so it's just kind of like, wow, this is. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, it's, to me, it's super important because, like, energy is everything, right? It is. Because, like, if we don't figure out how to make, be more efficient and you lose, use less of it, we're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. And it's just such a hard problem to, to convince people to, like, taken to be important you know and mm-hmm. I and I don't think like it's great that we're being taught it in class but I don't think it's I think it would have more of an impact if we had someone like him who understands it and they could just say 
here's why this is important and why everybody needs to know a little bit about this. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just such a thing that's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, it is. Because, like, I mean, we're, we're, we're using all... We're using power right now. We're using so much... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, just to... Just to put it in perspective, I mean, like, the, I have three computers in this room, two of which are plugged in. Yeah. And, like, that's using power. I mean, granted, not a lot of power, but, like... But it still is. It's just... Plus the light, plus the microphone. Right. Plus our phones had to be charged to be on exactly. right now. Like, but it's just such an invisible thing that just it's, yeah. powers the undercurrent of our yeah. existence, you know? Yeah. Hashtag first world problems. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, like, it's just... I don't know. It's just so important to me to, like, understand these things and try to, like, just build awareness. And so I want to really get him on or someone... Related to the power stuff. Did you ask him? Well, I guess Not the yet. semester just started. Not yet. Yeah. I, I will. I he, today was a kind of a shitty day because of this, the uh, storm and stuff like I that. Know. So I I would have I would have given him a card and been like, hey, I think what you have to say is really important. Yeah. Or if you know anyone, please, like, I would just want to get this to as many people as possible. You yeah. Because that's really what this is kind of about. Like, it's less about me. Like, it's an exploration for myself because I get to do this and meet people that have interesting yeah. jobs and stuff like this. But yeah. it's, it's more of like, hey, I think people have something worth talking about. So we can go, you know, psychology or nursing or whatever. And then we can go take it the other way and be like, okay, here's technology. And, like, why do we need yeah. it? Why does everybody need to care about technology? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so... I don't know, it's just such a weird thing, too, that I can even just, if I have this thought, I can just be like, I'm going to do that, and then I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a boss that says, you can't talk to him. I'm like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as he says okay, and I, you know. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> it's so weird. That's all it is. It's so cool, though. Yeah. Oh, man. This is so much fun. It's no. almost been two hours, oh so if you, you want to get, get... We'll wrap it up. Yeah, because we'll be here all day. We could... We we could talk... <laughs> we could talk for... Good thing Mike wasn't here. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This would have been like a four-hour conversation. I know. <laughs> well, next time... Well, we're going to do that diet thing, I think. That'd be cool. We, we can do something I, like that. I, yeah, I'm already, I'm, I'm already excited to look it yeah, up. You know, Mike talk about saunaing, too. Oh. <laughs> I, I wish we could put a sauna in our house because I don't want to pay export to use their sauna. I know. You know. There's a cool. There's a cool sauna called a barrel sauna. Is They're that awesome. The... It's like a big, like it's like a giant wooden barrel that they turn into a sauna. Oh, I. Was... They're big. <laughs> there's this thing in the Asian magazine. We'll end with this. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a bag mm -hmm. that you connect to power. Yeah. And you sit your body in it, and it oh! saunas you. Wait, what? That's so weird. Like, you just can have it, like, we can have it right it's, here and plug it in yeah. and use energy and power. Right, as we just... And just sauna, like, we could literally so sauna ourselves with our little heads popping out, talking. Oh, just for bodies? But like, I think you could pop your yeah. head in it, too. Why would you want to? I wonder, to? If, I wonder if it's infrared. I don't know. It That's interesting. I, did, I didn't, I mean, yeah. it was written I've, in, like, I've, Korean, so right, I have yeah, no you, idea what it said, but I saw the word. And you saw the... Home sauna, yeah. and then I saw an Asian person in, like, this bag. It looked like a giant caterpillar. Yeah, <laughs> it was, like, a big bag, like a sauna. Interesting. Like a portable sauna I've bag. I've seen, like, a one that's, like, hyperbaric chamber, like, a, like they blow it up. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a giant little... A home like, hyperbaric? That's like a that. whole, that's a cancer, you can do that... Yeah, it's because it's supposed to be like red blood cell count or something. And yeah, oxygenating your blood. Yeah. See, I know all sorts of weird shit. I, I yeah, know. that's crazy. I had a patient. <laughs> she actually died a week before Craig. Oh man. Um, she became a very good friend of mine. She had to go for hyperbaric oxygen therapy, but hyperbaric oxygen therapy is also used when you have scuba diving injuries. Really? Mm-hmm. With the oxygen. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. They've actually been talking about that for like elite athletes. Yeah. And I think it, they sell it on Groupon or something. 
What? It's one, you know, it's one of those weird Groupon things. Yeah. You can get like hydroderma, microdermabrasion, facial yeah. salon. I think, I think that's, that's weird. Like, I know. You, I, I mean, I've, weird I've, I've heard about it though because it kind of makes sense because it's like if you do those things, it's like hyperoxygenates your blood so then it puts more oxygen in areas that are sore or places that don't get a lot of blood yeah. flow. So like that's, that's what um, sauna is supposed to do too where it allows basically more blood like flow. dilates, yeah. It, what allows more blood flow into like tendons, the things that don't have a lot of blood flow. Like the niacin. Exactly. And then they, that was like one of the interesting things that I found out recently was like the reason things like your joints get sore, like your knees and your hips and all this stuff, is because as you age, blood flow lowers in those areas, so then you become more prone to injury because you have less, yeah, which basically is why, lubrication. Which if you're is why use... yoga and stretching. Boom! Boom! I think that's a perfect point to end this conversation. It really is. <laughs> and I'm going to figure out that sauna bag. Yeah, if we if you can find, remember any links, just shoot them my way. And like I'll a, put them. I don't, it's well, in Korean. I mean, even if it's just like one that looks similar. That'll be it's funny. Fine. Yeah, it'll be hilarious. Oh, just to put the picture in there. Just, oh just for laughs. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. <laughs> All right, everyone. First right. one with Mary. Two, two hours. hours. Solid two hours. Is it? Are we yeah. at two? Exactly. Well, two and 40. F okay, we got to stop it before we're 201. <laughs> Bye. You just listened to an episode of Feeding Curiosity. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, subscribe, go check out the website over at feedingcuriosity.net and all the other things that we're doing there. And once again, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode.